0: Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Good Good Golf Podcast, Rod Murray admiring the Azaleas as the golf world prepares for the 87th Masters Tournament. I always like it when you give me a nod for my mm. intro, thank sure. you. I'm just encouraged, well, it's the Azaleas incredible. might already be out of bloom. So. Yeah, I know, that's not a yeah. great year, we'll yeah. come back to that. Uh, it's a special week in the game and it's especially special for those who get to walk the extraordinarily manicured grounds of Augusta National for the week and that is where we'll head this episode when Sydney Morning Herald golf correspondent Adam Pengilly joins us from what is golf's epicentre for the next five days. Adam, along in just a moment, the first good goods resident left field thinker, Adrian Logue. Logue, strikes me every year. You'd think we'd run out of things to talk about with this tournament. We just never seem to.
1: No, it's endlessly fascinating, isn't it? And being the first major... Of the season, or well, first men's major of the season, I think. it's major always major. an important.
0: Yeah, they've managed to shift the women's they, first major they, they to a different date, so they're back they to doing the first major.
1: It's uh, it's always an
0: interesting. That adds a lot to the conversation, I think. Yeah, indeed, and all that tradition and stuff that we'll get to. Also in studio, Golf Australia magazine deputy and digital editor, us here. I think the man with the most Masters trips under his belt, Jimmy Emanuel. How many Augusta National trips for you?
2: Only one. Oh, really? I thought you'd done three. No, I was on the getting ready to get on the plane in twenty twenty <laughs> when they pulled sticks on it. So. I was supposed to be there, and I was going to go back and going to go back and haven't been back.
0: Fantastic. Well, out of all of us, I'm the only one who's never been there, so only in my mind. In my mind, I'm already there. Uh, welcome, Jimmy. Going Thank to you. Your take today. Now, coming to us through the wonders of modern technology, Sydney Morning, Errol Goldfrider, <clears throat> pardon me, one of the media's good guys, Adam Pengilly. Adam, welcome. Here in Australia, the media centre tends to be a temporary marquee with pies and
3: sandwiches for us wretched members of the fourth estate. Not so at Augusta National, my friend. Good morning, good evening, whatever time it is, right? I'm still trying to get my bearings over here in Augusta. And as you can appreciate, and Jimmy can probably attest to, it's not a place you want to come to if you're trying to lose weight like <laughs> I am at the moment. <laughs> um, the, uh, the a la carte restaurant does damage to the waistline, but probably more so is the little cafe they have there where you can just go up and swipe whatever you want at any stage of the day, whether that's donuts, sandwiches, cookies, biscuits, <laughs> whatever you want. It is an absolute free-for-all, so... I think it's fair to say we're pretty well looked after here at Augusta. And, and
2: the beers get rolled into that cafe in the later part of the day as well. Mm. But for all of that, so as I said, you can't get a pie. That's a disgrace, isn't it? What's going on? No. <laughs> no, no, no pies, no, no pie. sausage roll, it's uniquely, like that.
0: It's uniquely Australian, the, the pies. And I remember seeing some golfers in the UK when I was on my big trip there with BJ in 97 madly hunting around, going into shops, going, do you sell pies? Do you sell well, pies? No. Oh, pasties,
2: Cornish pasties. Cornish pasties, pasties yeah. and stuff, yeah, but not
0: pies, not <laughs> yeah.
1: the meat
2: pie. Like Ogilvy had. had a business selling oh, Australian meat pies, Mojo Pies. Him on Senior, one Peter Senior. Yeah, and, and maybe Mick Middlemo, the gold caddy yeah, or something like that yeah, at no, some no, stage. They had that Jester's crown on their back. Correct. Board. But um, the, I can tell you that that cafe, number one, pingers first thing in the morning, go get yourself an omelette and work it out in the in the restaurant. But end of the tournament, the only thing left at that cafe every year is Beaker. those shitty pimento cheese sandwiches? <laughs> oh, now, get out. And there is out. just lots and lots uh, of them. P- enough, permissions let's... to treat the co host as hostile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've made a powerful enemy today, Jimmy. Can, uh, can, can we pause on the cafeteria just for a moment? Yes. What okay. Favorite sandwich? That's for you. Uh, the
3: chicken one, Adrian. Chicken goes pretty well. Oh, okay, uh, a lot right. of the chicken one. It's plain, but it does, yep. it does the business. Right, X- you're
1: you're X- off X- to X- a terrible X- start. Egg
2: salad's good there. And I've eaten a lot of egg sandwiches. Yeah, the golf egg salad's okay. It's not really a salad, though. Is well, you're it? it's a vegan, mashed aren't up you? Egg. Vegetarian. Vegetarian, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Eggs, okay, but... They just mash
1: up an egg. Why
0: do they call that a salad? It's not,
1: it's I not don't really know. a salad. I don't, I it's just not care. what the
0: people came for. I
2: don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Although,
0: isn't it one of... Pengers, and you can speak to this. Isn't it one of the weird appeals of Augusta National that all of this stuff seems almost in some ways as interesting as the golf every year. There's not a listener who hasn't heard of the pimento cheese sandwich and the egg salad. And this is all part of that mystique that they've created, isn't indeed. it? Indeed.
1: And you can confirm that the Georgia peach ice cream sandwich is, is there still?
3: Yeah, yes. That's all yes. good. So I okay. think have some of those later in the tournament. But you're right, Rod, about the whole mystique of the tournament. You can walk down Washington Road on any day of a practice round or the tournament trying to buy a ticket for thousands and thousands of dollars, but you can walk the fairways here and buy an egg sandwich for $1. Like, it's just, it just, it just creates the... I suppose, the mystique around Augusta. And, and that's what makes this tournament so special.
0: Smart marketing tournament. But Jeff Ogilvie once said to us on State of the Game that everybody goes to Augusta every year and talks about what an amazing thing it is. All the tournament directors of all the other tournaments on the PGA Tour and everything else, and they walk out the gates and do the complete opposite at their own tournaments.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yep. wonder why it doesn't
0: work. It's really sort of quite
2: simple. <laughs> one of, videos, before it? we leave food and drink, one of my favourite parts of there is the beer you can get in the media centre comes in a plastic Masters Cup. And you keep them all and you bring them home and you give them to your friends. It doesn't have the year on it, which is the great Brendan James, my boss and guiding light, insists on getting some with the year. So he likes to send me out to buy myself a beer later in the afternoon while I'm walking the golf course. So that's a great direction from the boss. Yeah. Go out and buy yourself a beer.
0: Go and buy yourself a beer. That's a boss that you want to keep.
2: That's outstanding. (laughs)
0: What's uh, what's buzzing around Augusta National today? Rory's been in the press conference. I think Tiger's been in. We had Cam Smith yes. and a few other Australians yesterday. What's the buzz? What are people talking about? There's a lot going on outside of just the tournament, isn't it? So I imagine discussion's turned to lots of things outside of just what's going to happen at Augusta National this week.
3: A hundred percent, Rod. Yesterday was Australia Day in some respects at the press conference. We had Jason Day was the first official press conference of the week. I think we had uh, Harrison Crow in there a little bit later and Cameron Smith was... I suppose, the star attraction on the Monday of, of Masters Week in terms of press conferences. I'm, I'm sure you guys have, have read and probably watched and listened to some of the comments that the Cam made in his press conference yesterday. I, I thought he handled himself pretty well. Um, he obviously got a couple of tricky questions about Liv and all the implications of that. And I think probably the most concerning for, for him is he's, his game's probably not up to scratch at the moment. He's, he's had limited preparation, only three live events so far this year, and as well as Saudi Arabia for the obviously, Asian Tour event. He hasn't played nowhere near his best golf. So very keen to see how he comes out of the blocks on on Thursday in the first round. And then today, we've just rolled through the big guns all day in the press conference room. Started off with Rory McIlroy, we've had Tiger Woods in there, Um, obviously Justin Thomas, um, just all the – Scotty Sheffler, all the big names have have rolled through there. I'm always – I don't know about you guys. I'm always fascinated by, I suppose, the mechanics of Tiger Woods' press (laughs) conference. you have a big interview room there, which Jimmy can appreciate and attest to, and you have literally 200 journos crammed into this room so to, to interview Tiger, and he was quite expansive on a, on a number of different topics today. But the one that, that really, I suppose, struck a chord with me was the fact he's he's talking about his vulnerabilities now and his leg and how, how difficult it is for him to play any tournament he plays in. And we know he wants to play the four majors this year. We know how, how fondly he holds Augusta, but he probably hinted the strongest I've seen him saying this potentially could be the last time we see him at Augusta National, which is Sad in a way, isn't it, for golf fans? We Is want he, to see him play forever, we, and no one's not going to last.
0: We do. Is he foxing, though, Adam? As soon as Tiger starts well, to say that, you start to think, hang on a minute, maybe his leg's better than he's letting on, <laughs> and he's just sort of setting him up for uh, for something special.
3: Yeah, you know, just watching him walk for a couple of holes today, rod right in his practice round, he's, he's not walking freely. Like, you can see it's clearly inhibiting him. He's, he's struggling to get around the course, and... And as, as you guys know, this course is a, a, a lot more undulating than it's led on on TV. It's a difficult walk for 18 holes. And Tiger, I think, is probably going to struggle to, to make it through 72 holes in, in, in one piece, I suppose, if I'm putting it in those terms, or to be at the peak of his powers. So if he could make the weekend and make the cut, that's going to be great for the tournament. Let's just see how he plays in the third and fourth rounds, if that's the case.
0: It's a shame, isn't it, Jimmy? Because the swing looks fantastic. Yeah, it so, does. So on Twitter all day, the swing looks amazing, but he just can't walk between the shots.
2: Yeah, and and to the point of whether he keeps coming back, Tiger's not going to be the guy showing up when he's sixty no, and no chance of competing. No, no. Um, you know, he said last year in his press conference, "I think I can win." Mm. I'm sure he thinks that now, but you know, there's he just he looks the way he walks, just doesn't look comfortable. Um, Tiger's always been pretty good at playing up, you know adding Mm. to the, Jason Day's good at it too. (laughs) uh, If there's a limp, it gets bigger when you play bad and it disappears when you play good.
0: Man flu, all that sort of stuff. It's a a gift that we have.
2: (laughs) So you never can tell. And Tiger is, uh, to Penga's point about his press conferences, having been in a few of them over the journey, he's a master of a press Mm. conference. Saying nothing. He he takes a dramatic pause when he knows exactly what he's going to say to give it some more weight. He says the things he wants to get out there. He works them into questions that have nothing to do with what he wants to talk about. Uh, he's very good at doing what he does. So, you know, that it, it kind of it doesn't surprise that he'd say something, no. allude to that, but not necessarily mean yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Like in other sports, careers end pretty obviously. You know, people have a last game. We don't do that in golf. Is this sort of procession of watching Tiger slowly degrade better or worse as a fan than when it's like, that's it, they've hung up the sticks?
1: Yeah, there's a... Interesting divide, isn't there, between, like, your Larry Mises and, and those who carry on for quite a while. <laughs> Come Play, back in from left field Place place <laughs> Plays fine golf. And your Normans and that who, like, d- just didn't want anything to do with the Champions Tour. And, you know, Jack played on a little bit, I guess. But uh, there's a gambler's mindset to the golfer that you, you rate yourself a chance every single week. Like, there's the miracle... You know, that could happen this week. I think that's that's something that's very
0: hard for golfers to shake. Yeah, particularly that feeling particularly that this time. could be my week. You know, yeah, the Tiger here yeah. he is the temptation is to think, you know, even if you can't walk, he'd have a chance to win
2: because the, the way the way he went about the last major, where he walked across the bridge and took the time and mm. had tears in his eyes coming up the eighteenth at the old course, Tiger doesn't do that if he thinks he's gone back. No. No, no. So there's there's a farewell tour coming at some stage and Tiger strikes is the kind who doesn't want everyone else to know it's a farewell tour. Yeah.
1: It's more about what else is happening in his life I think than
0: his golf. Yeah. That's uh and we wouldn't know, would we, cuz they
1: don't no. they get any
0: coverage at all. <laughs> uh Peng, is one of the things that happens at golf tournaments where Tiger plays is that all the other players get asked about Tiger. Is that true at Augusta National and the Masters oh, ad as well? 100%.
3: Rod. Fred Couples played a practice round with him yesterday. I think one of the first or second questions he was asked in his press, or his his little stand-up press conference, I should say, beside the 18th screen was, how's Tiger looking? What's Tiger doing? And Freddie pretty much repeated the point saying, listen, he swings as good as I've seen it. He's hitting the ball really well, but... He's not walking great. No. <laughs> um, he knows his physical limitations, and again, Rory McIlroy was asked the same question again today. He said, "Listen, Tiger's still hitting the ball and striking it. I swears he's seen him for a long time, but again, he's, he's struggling to, to get between T and green on on each hole." So, yeah, he's been a major topic again this week. Um, with a lot of guys being asked for his opinion on, on how he's going to play, and I, I think the best we can probably hope for is to see him play the weekend, and that's
0: about it. Yeah, a little later on, we're going to have a listen to the playing from the tips podcast that we three of us recorded yesterday without you, Pengers, for the Golf Australia magazine. And we talked about uh, a whole bunch of this sort of stuff as well. Um, I've completely forgotten the point I was going to make then. Well,
1: you, you going can to you ask, take over, please. Well, Pengers, well, I've only known you for five minutes, but can I call you Pengers? That's, yes, yeah, ex- excellent. Uh, the par three course is. Uh, oh, God, have you, you had it. a chance to have a look at that? Stop
0: it! though. You can hear about that
1: in No,
3: the, uh, from- no. Yeah. okay. have it's, it's on tomorrow, obviously, or, or what is it? Wednesday our time, Wednesday. With Thursday morning your time. The, the, the par three challenge. Um, haven't had a look yet. Obviously, there'll be a few holding ones, and there'll be you know crazy stuff happening. What a film! I think Jason Day's indicated he's he's going to play. He likes playing the par three challenge. So I think he'll be there. Uh, I'm not sure how many other guys will do. I think Phil Mickelson was, was asked today. We'll get on to Phil in a minute if you want. Yes, we will. Um, about whether he's going to play, and he said, no, I'm going to try and get my game sharper on, on, on the Wednesday for, for the first round. So I'm sure there'll be probably half the guys will play with their families and have a nice, relaxed afternoon. The other half will be, be trying to hone their game and get ready for the first round. Yeah, prepare we, for, we don't have to linger on that. But, prefer, uh, prepare just, to be bombarded. a bit of foreshadowing.
0: Prepare to be bombarded with pictures of kids in little white jumpsuits. I'll just well, It's very with, cute. It is. It's cute. It is cute. And it takes uh, attention away from the awful golf course that they're playing, as logs pointed out. So it's good. It's an awful golf course. <coughs> it. It's a, just a
2: trash golf course. Wow. You're going you're going back?
0: <laughs> yeah. What I was going to ask, Peng, is a, is a little bit off topic. So one of the things that Tiger said today, he's an agenda setter if he wants to be, he talked about the ball rollback. What did he have to say? Because Rory's the only player so far who said they think it's a good idea.
3: Yeah. Tiger was almost in agreement, Rod, about his saying that he thinks the rules officials are doing the right thing. And talking about rolling the, rolling the ball back, he... He spoke about the fact that it's hard for these golf courses to, to get extra property. And we've seen what Augusta National has done with the 13th hole by extending it by 35 yards, and they've got the finances and the ability to do that. But how many other courses around the world can just pick up parcels of land to try and extend their course? They can't do that. So I know Justin Thomas has been very firm on on his thoughts in saying that he thinks it's the wrong thing to do, but Tiger and Rory today have both, I suppose, supported um, the proposal to, to roll the ball back. So, yeah, Tiger was quite... Was quite opinionated on that. The other one that I took out of his press conference today, he was talking about the elevated events, and we know that the PGA Tour is talking about having these no cut events. You know, having the the biggest stars play on the weekend, regardless of their performance in the first two rounds. Tiger's virtually swimming against the tide there a little bit, saying that listen, hey, let's just hold up for a sec. There's still discussions going on in the background, and definitely at my event, at least, he wants a cut. Okay. So he wants he wants there to be a cut at his event. So. We know we've spoken many times in the past about grinding in the dirt and having to fight your way to the weekend and earning a paycheck. So I think if he's got anything to do with it, there still might be a few uh, events. So these these elevated events are going to have a cut uh, in years to come.
2: Well, pretty, so, so Jack wants it for the memorial too, yeah. as an elevated event, he wants a cut.
0: Am I mistaken in remembering the book that he did with Lauren Rubenstein, Tiger, a couple of years ago, he talked in there about one of the... Streaks he was proudest of with the stats, but it was cuts, was cuts made. Absolutely. He said, and all these young guys—they miss cuts. They don't care. Yeah. So it's obviously sort of front of mind for him. That's a very old school attitude, isn't it, Jimmy? That you 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 can only eat what you kill in professional golf.
2: Yeah, it is. But it's what develops a hard edge, and it, you learn under pressure how to. Mm. You know, I've spoken to a lot of players over the journey that talk about when you start, you grind to make cuts, yeah. and you learn the pressure of trying to make two birdies coming in to play the weekend because you don't have enough money to pay for your hotel for next week. Yeah. So you learn that. And then when you get yourself in contention and you got to make a birdie to win or get into a playoff, you pull on those experiences. Guys who come out with big sponsorships and stuff, missing the weekend and kind of go, oh, well, that's good. I could do with a weekend off. They don't get that hard edge, which is a very important part of being, a, you know, the guy that will step on your neck to win. Yeah, and it's like Lee Trevino it was
1: like, yeah, you, you don't have pressure until you've uh, bet, you know, you've got – bet $10 and you've got $5 in your pocket.
2: Yeah, that's right. That, that's, that's what you get playing cut golf. And you don't get that, you know, playing pro ams and you don't get that without cuts. Or if you've got a huge turning pro for a huge paycheck already, which is part of the, the sort of the, the difference and maybe issue with live that guy who wins a US amateur gets a live offer of whatever, millions of dollars. He's never had to play for his money. Play for his money. Yeah, he's he's now paid to be a professional golfer. He's never had to play for his money. Which is probably the biggest
0: change. We've discussed this before. I know the biggest change that Liv's made to professional golfers is going to turn it into a league idea. It's what the elevated events do, and it's what Liv does. You get your money basically up front. The PGA Tour are now giving players half a million up front to play X number of events. That covers their expenses. That's an enormous
2: change, isn't it, in the culture of the game and perhaps playing? it's In my own experiences around tournament, I've never been more nervous involved in, in golf, playing myself and everything, than catting for a guy at the biggest event of his year and he's on the cut line mm. and I'm trying to work out what the cut line is, what we need to do the last two holes and he's asking me what club I should hit there to try and make a birdie to get inside the cut line. That is for a guy who's living by that paycheck and it falls onto you you imagine how he feels, and then when he, he's got a putt to get in the top 20, that's, that's a much easier sort of thing. Yeah.
0: We've mentioned the magic word, live, Pengers, and, of course, you can't think live without thinking Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson. They're the two that stand out in that whole yeah. disruptor league idea. You mentioned something about Phil. Not on the press conference schedule this year, which you mentioned yesterday, Jimmy. You'll hear that in the show coming up. But as I understand it, I read somewhere yesterday, he declined the opportunity for a press conference. Do we know whether that's true, and what did he have to say when he gathered a no doubt under the tree?
3: Yeah, the reports, Rod, that he was he was asked to feature in the the pre-tournament press conferences, decline the Augusta National's offer, but he did play a a practice round today with a few of the other Live players and um, did a did a sort of greenside doorstop, I suppose, to put it in, in a better term. And he was he was only asked just a handful of questions. To be honest, I don't think Phil was there for the long long haul for 10, 15 or twenty minutes to get, get deep and meaningful about the game. But um, it actually came down to a couple of us Australians <laughs> actually asking about Liv. No one else really wanted to go down that path, which I found. Quite it's fascinating, and yeah. um he kept his responses quite short. The one thing he did say was he didn't. He said that Cam he thought Cam handled himself really well in his press conference yesterday, but he did mention the fact he didn't necessarily agree with Cam by saying there was a really important week for the Live Golfers Augusta this week to, to show that they can still mix it with the PGA Tour guys. So I don't know. I don't know whether that's Phil saying that my game's trash at the moment. I'm not going to be featuring <laughs> on the weekend, or if he if he, if he genuinely believes that or not. I'm not too sure, but um. Yeah, and the reception he got from what I saw very briefly today during the practice round was was fine. I don't think there was too many people heckling him or anything like that. So, the weather, his game's good enough to to do anything this week. I, I highly doubt it. Both. How
2: do you look? I've, what was the vibe? I've got I've got the answer for that. It ain't no. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's
0: right. If he if he's going to uh, follow the Norman Edict and be there, if a live player wins on the eighteenth green, it's going to be two extra nights in the hotel yeah. or the house that he's renting <laughs> that He didn't really that he didn't really.
3: What's to that? Is there anything to that? No, because, no, like, Kim was asked about it yesterday and he said Not he had no idea. No. I a mean, meeting hasn't been told about it. I actually asked Phil myself about that today, saying, if one of you guys win, are you going to be there on the 18th green? And he, he sort of looked at me and screwed up his face and thought, well, I don't know. Like, I don't well, know if we have talked about no, it. Number, so,
2: one, number one, they can't storm the green, no, as the, as the no. language was. You stand behind the TV tower – they, like When Tiger won in 2019, they all lined up to congratulate him and I think it was Bubba Watson or Trevor Immelman who went and got their green jacket and all the guys who'd won went and got their jacket to do it. That's very different to... Patrick Reed winning a second Masters and Phil Mickelson hanging around for two days to spray him with champagne. A bottle of champagne, LPGA style on the...
0: Uh, Rick, it's Rick Norman, Norman. Norman. It's just Trumping, isn't it? That's just Norman Trumping. Uh, correct. Mate. But he also... I, he's not on site, right? And no, he's not, he, there's not, there's not he's no invited. invited this year.
1: No. And, and there's no real... I mean, he could come as a patron, I guess, could
0: he? He <laughs> could afford the tickets, yeah. be one of the few. Yeah. As a former major champion,
2: he would have normally been... Well, the, the, inv- uh, yeah, the invitation yeah. No, no, not anymore. They changed the invitation oh, sorry, categories because the right. they had all of these guys who'd won majors and US Amateurs showing up, and our own Ian Baker-Finch Baker Finch was quite yep. upset about it because he loved playing the par three every year, but they had too many guys playing it who weren't you know, involved. They still get invited to be there, so Jeff Ogilvie's there this week. Yeah, wandering around. Um, around the tree. Jeff will be hanging under the tree in a cap with his beard and a jacket on, so you can't actually tell who he is make sure you bail him up, Pengers, and like give him and up I've seen,
3: I've seen him already. I've yeah. seen him already. He's, 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 he, he, and he was near the tree as well. Oh, yeah, he, so. he, he will be. Right. He'll be guaranteed. Be. He'll be Go f- over and say that, you know. Full said, golf
2: nerd mode. I said he shouldn't be there. Yeah, full golf but, nerd mode for uh, Ogilvy. But Finchie, <laughs> Finchie will be there too. Finchie's always around and they hang around, but Norman didn't get his invite. Last year, they just sent him a grounds pass.
0: Yeah. You were there in 2018, Pengers, and managed to get Patrick Reed across the line, so well done for that. There's a lot of people are very pleased what about time. that.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but more to the point, how's the vibe this year? There's been a lot happen in golf, and Augusta National this is the first <clears throat> post live, I guess, really mm. big sort of tournament. This place has a history and a certain vibe and a feel. Have you noticed any difference, any change?
3: No, not really. To be honest, right? Like it, it still feels like the same Augusta National that I remember from five years ago. And to be fair, I've had limited experience here. There's guys who have been, come here every year basically would know a lot better than me. But from what I've sort of noticed, I don't think anything's changed too much. Like you still get. Decent galleries following the live guys today when Phil and Dustin and Brooks are playing oh, Brooks are playing with Rory McIlroy today. There's a, there's something mm-hmm. for you. I didn't didn't expect to see that happening today in, in the practice round, but they they're still following the live guys and still um, showing them support. Obviously, Tiger and Rory got their huge galleries and JT and, and Spieth and whatever else, but nothing nothing seems overly too different to me. Like and just observing on the practice range as well. Like yesterday I was out of the range for you know an hour or so and, and saw um John Rahm chatting with Brooks Kepka for about 20 minutes having a joke and sharing a laugh. You see John Rahm walk past Cameron Smith and shake his hand. Jason Day walks past and says hello to Abraham and has a bit of a chat to him. So you don't you don't notice anything too different anyway from a player point of view. I think,
2: interestingly, Rory said, um, yeah, I get along with some of them and I don't get along with others. You know, he and Kepka have always been quite friendly. He and DJ have always been quite friendly. It would have been a surprise if you would played a practice round with Patrick Reed. Well, De- yeah. DeChambeau was initially listed in Tiger's group for the Monday practice round and suddenly it was scrubbed and then it was Rory. So I don't think that got Tiger's pre-approval.
0: They, I, but, Tiger must have unblocked him to get that yeah, text asking yeah. about that and then, then re-blocked him the, after
2: the, it the list. The, the opening round and first two round groupings, it's different. They, the live players have been not necessarily put with the players you might expect normally, They're very purposefully. The politics are tricky,
0: aren't they, Logue? For Augusta National doing groupings and those so everything's going to be scrutinized, whether it means something or not. The whole Mickelson not having a press conferencing. Does that mean something or not? It's a it's a tricky time, isn't it, if you're running the tournament?
1: Yeah, that's people underestimate how much work goes into those those mm. groupings. And uh yeah, it's it's interesting. I haven't had a good look at it. Is what ones do you think are controversial to me is.
2: Well, they're not controversial, but they're they're avoiding certain things. So, you know, like Sandy Lyle gets Jason Kokrak and Taylor Gooch.
1: Yeah. Sounds yeah. about right.
2: Two live players. So, Sandy gets, you know, the assumption he's playing. Well, he is, playing is his fast he masters. Him, he? He's not going to be making the weekend. So you can guide these two around. Phil got uh, Tom Hoagie and oh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head now, uh, Siwoo Kim. Guys,
1: I'd got- love to see Bryson with uh, Larry Myers. That'd be awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's outstanding. There's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of them just with being you know, into groups that won't get a lot of attention. DJ is one of the few. He plays with Corey Connors and Justin Rose. But even still, for Dustin yeah. Johnson, yeah, that's, right. that's not. And in the featured groups, there's not a single lift by yeah. Deliberate pingers?
3: Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. right, Absolutely. And and you, you look at all the, the PGA Tour's biggest stars, Tiger, Rory, Scotty Scheffler, uh, JT, Spieth, John Rahm, none of them are playing with a live player, right? So they've obviously been segregated to an extent. The live players have been sprinkled throughout the groupings um, with, as Jimmy said, probably lower profile groups. And even look at Cam's group, right? He's got... Hideki Matsuyama and Sung Jae Im, two guys who he's probably familiar with from the President's Cup team back in 2019. But um, as someone pointed out to me today, they probably don't speak a whole lot of English. So what's, what's the conversation going to be like there for 36 holes on Thursday and Friday? So um, I think it's probably, the I suppose, the least controversial pairings they could put together for the first two rounds.
1: That, yeah. That'd be their main objective, it's just to avoid controversy.
2: Well, which brings us neatly I mean, uh, to... Larry Myers did get Minwoo Lee and Harrison Crow. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, I okay. feel like After what he did to the shark. Yeah, I feel like there's someone at Augusta who <laughs> has got he, a real mean <laughs> yeah, bone
0: in their body. Imagine if he turns up in the Oreos show. Oh. That's a flex, isn't <laughs> no. it? Hey? Try and beat his kids. Brings us neatly to Pengers, of course. We get a State of the Nation address from Fred Ridley at Augusta every year. All of this stuff is floating about and he's got to negotiate all of it. What do we expect, if anything?
3: Well, first of all, what I love about Fred Really's State of the Nation Address is we have all these press conferences lined up on Monday of ta- Masters Week, Tuesday of Masters Week, and then Wednesday. That's there's literally one press conference schedule. <laughs> with Fred Really. that's right.
0: With that hair, oh, great! a bouffant of hair He's
2: one of the great hairs yeah. in. in yeah.
0: Yeah. He's magnificent. He, um,
2: made, he made fun of me in Thailand. Did he? Yeah. 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 Oh. What do you say? Oh, I can't remember, but it wasn't. It was. Yeah, he made a joke. Okay. Him about and, Seth, being, him and Seth About Wall. being Australian, I think it right. was.
0: Him and Seth Wall, greatest hair in, in professional golf, and golf administration. <laughs> Seth yeah, Wall's like, yeah. pretty fantastic yeah. as well. Uh, um, is there much well, chatter about what to expect perhaps from Freddie? They're very good at not yeah. leaking anything in advance, aren't they?
3: Yeah, they are. They are, right, obviously. I remember years ago when I was here it was the – the yeah. Augusta National Women's Amateur was 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 leaked out just before. Came Fred out from load country, so.
0: way out in left field. Unwire, uh, as I yeah. like to call it. Stop.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, I'm expecting that Liv's probably going to get some sort of mention mm-hmm. there tomorrow. I, I don't know how hard the reporters or journalists will go with Fred on in terms of questions in, re, in regards to that, but he'll have to address it at some stage. You would have thought the rollback's going to be – on the agenda, I'd imagine too. There's been a lot of discussion on the grounds this week about the 13th hole. Naturally, uh, given the changes to to that hole with the extra extra distance, extra yardage, and he's gonna have to explain what he thinks how that how, how that hole is going to play for the rest of the week. And then, I suppose he's gonna have to wait for the weekend and see how this tournament plays out. But the weather's going to be a I suppose an issue again for them as well because there's some, I don't know if you guys have seen this horrid weather forecast for later in the week, like Saturday, going to be a rain, rain affected
0: tournament. Yeah. yeah, it could be another Zach Johnson year, perhaps. Yeah. It might not be as cold, but we get that same sort of wet kind of year. Ridley's interesting, isn't he, Jimmy? Because he's the first to go, or the only of chairman I can think of who's played in the tournament twice. Yeah, he's a golfer himself of some. Ability, so he perhaps understands these issues. Better, Pengers, have you had a look at the 30th? Did you wander out and have a look? And to the non-professional golfer, what does it look like? The photos look extraordinarily narrow and awful, frankly.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so obviously we can't get – as a patron or media, you can't get anywhere near that 12th green or 13th tee box, obviously, but looking from a distance, it's this long, narrow shoot, and it looks like the tee – it looks further than 35 yards, to be fair, it's being pushed back. But that's just, I suppose, an impression from – from a couple hundred metres away, but it does. It looks it looks really narrow from that shoot. And speaking to a few of the guys this week, they're not overly concerned about how it's going to play. They they, they all talk about last year's tee box and having to make a decision off that tee in terms of what club you take, you know, how far you're going to hit it. Because the right-hand side, pine straw and trees come into play off that old tee box. But now they say they just hit a driver, naturally it's going to land in the right spot and it's just taking a longer iron into the green for two if they want to attack it. So it's probably taken a little bit of the thought process out about how to play that hole tactically. but. Also, it's going to make it a lot harder to get there in two. So I think I think a lot of guys will probably lay up this week and just play it conservatively and, and see, how, see how it plays out for the rest of the week.
0: The irony of that should not be lost, should it, log like, that it's actually gone from... <laughs> Makes it simpler. It's made it a much more straightforward yeah. hole of execution.
3: Yeah, the thing
1: the thing is you've added distance, but a mishit isn't necessarily going to result in a scrambling mm. remainder of the hole. Like a mishit with the equipment these days is still going to be carrying to that area where they're, gotta still be a long iron into the green so or a trickier layup yeah there's such a thing as a tricky layup whereas in the past when you had to shape the shot and pick a line and you know hit a good shot you had to actually execute a good shot everything could go wrong and you could end up left you All could right. end up left of the creek you could end up in the in the pine straw with some sort of shot and you're scrambling for the rest of the hole mm. so there's that element of scrambling then there's the momentous decision if you are in a certain spot in the fairway. There was so much, so many dimensions to it, but it may be a little bit one-dimensional what we see this week, but we'll see.
2: Dustin Johnson suggests he's going to lay up every day. Dustin Johnson's going to lay up. Hmm. Wow. said that yesterday. Sorry. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't like hitting those long irons, like the six I mean, iron not and the you five iron. Not used to hitting them. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's the Zach Johnson strategy. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, that, yeah, whereas out. if Pengers was playing the hole with his little left-handed cuts, it'd be perfect. You're lefty, Pengers. I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, shabby lefty with a horrible slice, right? So, Jimmy, see me in full, full that'll, flight, and that'll pretty, suit, it's not pretty.
0: That'll suit that hole. Though, You're in the draw, I take it. Hand You're hand in the ballot hand hand for Monday?
3: Uh, yeah, we're just trying. Listen, there's a, there's a lot of nervous people in this media centre at the moment because of the weather forecast, the potential of the tournament going into the Monday. No. We're just <laughs> crush- move your flights. <laughs> we're just-
1: move, the, move the flights back another day.
3: <laughs> we're just going to crush a number of dreams. Don't worry about that if that's the case. Do
0: they shift the media I mean, day to Tuesday if it happens, or do they just cancel it?
3: Well, I. I've got my flights out on Tuesday. I, I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do. Shift how do I? How do I get around? I, hope, well, I might have to shift it. I don't know. You've got no <laughs> but choice. I'm in the ballot. I'll see what happens.
0: There's not an editor in the world that wouldn't understand that, is there? No. I'm coming back a day late, mate, because I got into the. I won the ballot and I'm got to play Augusta National. Yeah. Sack me if you want to, but this is what I'm doing for the. Yeah. For. Uh, <laughs> for this day, Pengers, we're envious. of you being there? I know that you're limited on time, so we'll let you go shortly. We're envious of you being there. There's there's on the record and there's off the record at these events. The yes. chatter that's off the record—is it about the tournament? Is it about live? Is it about rollback? Is it about the thirteenth? Is it about all of the above?
3: No, all of the above, Rod. All of the above. I don't, I don't think there's any any one really dominant topic this week. Lives obviously got a bit of a mention at the start of the week, but I think the heat's sort of starting to come out of that conversation. to get closer to the first round, all that other stuff's been on the agenda in terms of um, off the record conversations. If you want to put it in those terms, but and uh, and that's been about it basically. So I think everyone's looking forward to the tournament starting on. On Thursday, and let's see how our Aussie boys can, can perform for the rest of the week.
0: Fabulous. We'll look forward to uh, touching base with your copy. Where can we find your stories? There'll be thousands of them. Though. You'll be working from sunup till sundown, I'd imagine, stop, wouldn't you? Just dedicated to the task.
3: The one thing being about a newspaper journalist about Augusta is it is perfect timing. <laughs> the timing's just <laughs> fabulous, isn't <laughs> it? You, you could not get any better timing because I'm, I'm filing, obviously – late afternoon, evening over here, which will feature stories on the website and the Sydney Morning Herald throughout the, I suppose, the morning and the afternoon. But there's no real deadline pressure in terms of print, print, print deadline pressure, which is the one that gets the, the adrenaline really going. So, yeah, we'll find my copy in the paper all week and on the, on the website, smh.com.au.
0: And do you, I don't, I don't think I follow you on Twitter. Are you on Twitter?
3: You yes, personally? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm only an occasional user, Right, I haven't right, okay. quite fully immersed myself in it after all, even after all these years. Well,
0: fire <laughs> up this week, because I'm going to go and follow you on Twitter and I expect to see some updates.
2: Note okay. little a nice little thing in the media centre that Pingas is sitting in there now. Steve DiMeglio from Golf Week who's very, very sick with cancer. And like, he, they've put his plaque in his normal seat, which is a classy thing. And I spent a lot of time with DeMegs at Augusta in 2019, and he's an absolute legend. And he's, you know, that's, that's pretty awesome, I thought, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, did, did, he went to a tournament
2: recently. He was right? at the Players for a couple players. of days because he lives down there. Yeah. 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 So uh, best, of, best wishes. I don't,
0: I've never met Steve, but yes. I've
2: read f- literally hundreds of like, thousands of books. Hound, Like an absolute hound. Just churns it out in. in the Doug Ferguson model of can't write enough. Yeah. Sickos. Yeah, indeed. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> makes the rest of us look bad. You don't like that. Pingers, go and have a word to Doug Ferguson while you're there, actually. Tell him to slow down a bit, making us all look bad. Been great of you to join us, mate. We really appreciate that.
3: No, thanks, thanks for having me on, guys, and uh, enjoy Masters Week. We will,
0: and you do the same. Talk to you soon. Cheers, see ya. Adam Penghelly there from the Sydney Morning Herald. You're a bit uh, – you've both – you haven't but been as media, have you, Lowe? No. You just went as a patron. Bit jealous? Uh, yeah, sure. Unlimited pimento cheese is, uh, yeah, that's... it's, it's caused, be, From it. what I'm hearing, there'd be plenty there for you because nobody else seems to like it. You're one of the few things... No, they're <laughs> divisive, but there's yeah. plenty of
1: plenty of pimento cheese fans out there. It is it is a, the busiest week you ever have. Like,
2: working the event is...
0: Not that anybody cares, but when, you do, when you're covering tournaments, some tournaments are hard work to cover to churn out the stuff, right. and some tournaments are pretty easy to just churn out the stuff because mm-hmm. it kind of writes itself, doesn't it? And it's... One of the great things about the Masters, I was alluding to, I guess, in the intro not to bring up the slippers thing again, but you love to hear the same stories every year about mm-hmm. them. You never Company. tire Oh, Exactly. There's mm. something about it that's like, oh, that's right. We're going to talk about the champions dinner and how yeah. that started and Magnolia Lane and the, you know, starting as a fruit farm. There's something really comforting about all of that stuff. Mm. And the Masters does it like no other tournament.
2: There's also – there's opportunities to write more unique things there if you hang around under the tree there and get your own – Well, just up. the trees, you know,
0: it's just players trooping through. And they all do it. They're all golfers. It's where the real golfers kind of come out.
2: Isn't I, it? I remember standing – in the first days when I was there and standing under there and you turn around and you just bump into major champions. Like, you you know, when you're excusing yourself through a crowd, it's, hey, there's that person. Hey, there's that person. Oh, my gosh. And they give Augusta, despite um, there being a dedicated media area, they give media better access into that clubhouse area than most places. And so, you can actually walk in there and have a bit of a look around and have something to eat. And that's pretty cool, you know, when you've watched it for so long. so They've always
1: got that, haven't they, that... They understand you, you've got to treat the media reasonably well, yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily to curry favour, although it, it carries a certain amount it of does, favour. Yeah. yeah, they
2: they do. They understand they've got to treat you in a in a certain way because you're there to promote their event, yeah. And that you're there from all parts of the world. You know, your little name badge, the Steve DiMaggio one I mentioned, is a little metal plaque. It's thing, got you it? know and you sit there and first time what did there, that cost. And you go, geez, I want to take is it, that home is it screwed and out? then you go, Oh, i better not take <laughs> no, that home. If I'm coming back, I might not be coming back. And you know, it's, <laughs> okay. it's 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 done to a different sort of a level with that. And and like the the media centre is a, Well, it's an amphitheatre, isn't it? It's, it's it? the biggest house I've ever been in. Like it's and you sit there and you look down the range and there's carts going back and forth out to the golf course. They get that you've got to be looked after and It's old school too. You go out there with your recorder. You don't take your phone out there. You go out there with your digital recorder and you get your own stuff.
0: Do you – I think they're one of the most interesting marketing stories in the world, Augusta National, Mm -hmm. how they do it. They are – they have nailed it in every way. In in all the counterintuitive ways, they get it 100% right. Yeah. Extraordinary place. Yeah, it's very recognisable from a brand point of view. Even though,
1: interestingly, their brand assets are pretty mediocre, like the logos – pretty rubbish. and Which kind of works for them and, as well. And <laughs> executed in a pretty inconsistent way. Like, if you go into the merch store, there's many versions of the logo. It's really inconsistent. And weird
0: stuff, too, that they sell in the merch. Like, I've got a dog lead and a dog bowl. Yeah, yeah. I know, and there's, and every- tumblers and watches. We and should have asked Pengers what they had this year. Gnome. The watch actually
1: is very expensive. They've got a really expensive, like, a, this chronograph that uh, that's Swiss made and it's um, it's unclear what who it comes from, but it's uh, it's actually a bit of a collector's
2: item. They But they get that too. You go into that, again, the golf shop, which is a tent at an Australian event, is a permanent structure and you walk through the lines and you wait your time and you go in there and there's polo shirts, of course, but there's polo shirts from eight different brands right? that come in different styles, different fits, different things. So you get variation in the logo by their printing and whatever. So that they appeal to every single person, and then there's the, you know, I, when I went and buy, you're buying something for everyone. You know, the coasters. You know, I bought my old man coasters. Yeah. He loves it because he can throw them out on the table when anyone comes over and it's whatever. They. I got the study calls that Bj always gets me. Yeah, when he goes. Yeah, it's great. It's like they do that perfectly. Um, the, I mean the logo. It's been the logo for so long. So it was probably hand drawn by someone at the start, and they just went, "This is what we're going to run with." And but they again that. That's their logo, the most recognisable thing. You think, Augusta, you think that logo. But then when the members go there, it's a completely different logo. Yeah. Which is, you know, again, brilliantly done to keep this ultra-private golf club private. Private. It's yeah. extraordinary. Well, people forget that
0: the Masters really struggled yeah. to get traction. There was no guarantee that it would survive. They used to have a Miss Masters pageant in <laughs> Augusta. They, you mm. know, girls in bikinis on the back of convertible cars through the street to try and attract attention. This is where this relationship with the press comes from. They... They had to try and get all the baseball writers to stop on their way back on the from way to, what to what on the way spring, back the spring camp training, or whatever it was spring training oh, in Florida yeah. into Georgia. So they built these Quonset huts and you know they did everything to get them there because they had to have the publicity mm-hmm. um, for the thing to survive. And it was
1: and they were interested initially in having it host a US, US Open. open yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. How good would that be?
2: Yeah, it would be pretty good. Yeah, a very different US Open. I, I, yeah, I
1: would how want would it them, be in June? Not sure I'd want well, the USGA not, setting it's not the really course open up
2: open in the
0: summer. Yeah, no, that's right. It's it's closed because it's so
2: brutally hot. It's hot there. I mean, Masters Week there is, it can be hot as, and it can be pouring and cold, and it's very Melbourne-y in terms of what you get in Melbourne, sort of early points of summer.
0: In terms of tournaments, it's the most
2: fascinating golf tournament in the world, I reckon, uh, at every angle, whether it's the golf, whether it's the course, whether it's the founders, whether it's the backstory. And we talk about all the things you know that are going to (laughs) come up in the conversations and everything like that. But despite knowing so much, there's also so much mystery to it too. So like that's that's a fast faci- like Champions Dinner. Everyone knows it happens. Everyone knows the menu. Everyone knows who goes. You see one photo and one still photo a only. Yeah. That's right. Nobody knows what really goes on. Yeah, inside. like it, it, it could be. But then it next could year be the- wild in there. Yeah. They could yeah. well, well next year strippers. There could be there could be, everything. There could be guys. <laughs> How <laughs> would that be? What? <laughs> uh, there could be guys who have ten beers at the Champions yeah. Dinner, and there could be guys who have waters. You you don't know and. That, yeah. Imagine woozy
0: getting loose on 10 beers in the champion's dinner.
2: <laughs> what about when he went to play Augusta a couple of years ago to practice round, I think, a couple of weeks earlier? And he went down to the Waffle House down the road on Washington Road and yeah. put it on Twitter. Like it, I've been there. Like he, I've been there in the wee hours <laughs> of the morning. And like it was the greatest discovery of all time. It's like Waffle House is a fair institution, and you've been going to Augusta, Georgia for a long time. <laughs> Have just you just been found – The Waffle House. There's actually a bar across the street from Waffle House called Doc's Porchside, which is a great venue for a bit of a drink after play. And then the whole could, town would be
0: Masters, wouldn't it, for yeah. the week? It's all Augusta National and the Masters. Uh,
2: uh, there's, there's a stat somewhere about the – GDP of the yeah. of Augusta itself and how much comes in during Master's week and it's insane because it's not the most salubrious part of town is it where I mean, Augusta not. National is it's full of strip joints and muffler shops yeah and, it's, it's know, on a main road with malls. you know a hooters and a yeah. t-bone steakhouse and you know fast food and all that sort of stuff it's not it's not a lovely part of the of the world yeah, it's very top well top. screened though yeah
1: it's expertly screened off
2: yeah. you if can't you really. turn a certain way as you go out Rather than going the other way that you always go, it gets pretty grim, <laughs> pretty sweet. Part of town, yeah. I you know. I stayed in somewhere that was not exactly the Ritz. I'm sure is staying somewhere very nice, but yeah.
0: But I don't know. Fairfax versus GA, who's got the bigger budget for accommodation for their journos when they go to Augusta? And Peter Thompson called it the greatest con in sport. eh? Hey? Who'd have thought? What would he know? What would he know? That's exactly right. Well, it's, uh, it's a hell of a week. A couple of things just before we go, a bit of homework. So we're about to, we're going to listen to now the playing from the Tips podcast that we um, recorded yesterday. So if you've already listened to that, you can turn off now. Coming up on the thing about golf this week, Marco Mira, which I'll finish doing today. You are going to drop later today, Jimmy, uh, if people love it. And he's surprisingly and refreshingly good. I didn't expect him to be as yeah, interesting Yeah, he's the
2: interesting guy. As yeah. he was. This and is a f- peek behind the curtain, by the way. Yeah, yeah the end. and For- on, foreshadowing, well, like you this and, is a commitment. You've got to edit it now. And, well, and I've got to edit... He's promised BJ, so Woozy for Friday. Woozy,
0: good. With John Huggan. So they've both it's sat a down long with John long-term commitment. Friday. Adagast the National. so you get both of those interviews. And I do recommend... I haven't listened to the Woozy one yet, but I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. We're really Amira looking really forward
2: really to that. Yeah. We don't hear much from Woozy, do we? So no, hey, you don't. It'll be really good. I've got uh, one little... You mentioned Fred Ridley playing the Masters. Sandy Lyle played one guy at the 77 Walker Cop- Cup twice. And it was Fred Ridley who right? beat him twice. Is
0: that right? Correct. And he's played Fred Ridley
2: beat Sandy Lyons. Fred Ridley was a he, really good player. He won the US player. Amateur. That's
0: yeah. how he got to Augusta National. Right. Twice? He got there yeah. twice. Did he win the US Amateur twice? Uh, I know he played Augusta maybe. National twice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, seriously good player. Well, I mean, that hair is one up on the first tee, isn't he? No, you lob on the first he's, tee. He look, and he's got you that hair, him, and you're w- like,
2: "What?" When you see him in in person, he is of that era, the classic golfer, really tall, wiry, he's so, he's a tall with hair. a boots like a of, hair, of industry, yeah, bouffant of hair, yeah. and like reverse C finish with some bell bottom yeah. trousers, sort of deal, hmm. persimmon woods. <laughs> Yeah. Quietly powerful, yeah. lies. Oh yeah,
0: dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. but with a smile on his face, he is
2: Augusta National. Good he's on your friend. And
0: apparently, a really good operator, and good guy. So. he's a smart bloke. He's a he's a he's a not unsuccessful lawyer yeah. uh, outside of being the chairman of Augusta National. So we look forward to his uh, his speech tomorrow. That's what's coming up for some of the Masters coverage this week. Uh, and now yeah, you can enjoy playing from the tips. Water.
3: I've never seen anything like it before, and to attempt to hit the ball out of there is pure madness.
0: The winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year is Cameron Smith.
3: This is the one that I've always wanted to win since I was a little
1: kid. So it just feels pretty amazing to be able to get it done today. Uh, It's amazing that it's my destiny to be the first Aussie to win. Just incredible.
2: Hello and welcome to a special Masters Preview edition of Playing From The Tips, the preview and tipping show presented by Golf Australia magazine. I'm your host, Jimmy Emanuel, and like everyone in world golf, all our attention this week is on Augusta National and the year's first major championship, where Tiger Woods will return to action, Adam Scott will celebrate 10 years since his historic green jacket, and Liv and PJ Tour players come together in a significant way for the first time this year. To get started this week, let's follow the instructions of Jim Nance and say hello friends to our so-called experts joining us this week. Firstly, to a man who in the past has gone to great depths in creating his own recipe for pimento cheese sandwiches and is the fuzzy zeller of our so-called experts winning team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Winning on debut and continuing to show up constantly since, Adrian Logue. Welcome, Logue. Thank you Jimmy. <laughs> fuzzy Zeller that that was unexpected.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm that's just, right. Anything I'm sorry, catch I your eye about that? <laughs> except the pimento cheese.
2: Yeah, part. No, you yeah. fuzzy Zeller okay. went on debut and then you're still around. <laughs> okay, it's, all right. it's not a bad thing. Okay. Anything catch your eye last week in the world of golf Logue? Oh, uh
1: yes, the Anwar as I like to call it. Yep. Um, the Augusta National Women's <laughs> Amateur for everyone else. Was uh, really great viewing. I really enjoyed it. And yeah. Big victory to Rose Zhang, and
2: congratulations. Very impressive, considering how dominant she was to then survive some really bad golf at yeah. st- stages in the last round. But I think she's contended in almost,
1: well, um, not everyone, but she's gotten to that final round yeah. in every or one for, that she's played yeah. and shot, shot terrible scores every time, yeah. but got the job done this time. Interestingly, did ditched, the, just have to ditched
2: the plan for a local caddy in favour of the dad yeah. who was yeah. approaching que- Peter Kucha <laughs> territory with <laughs> his answer. <laughs> Might have been questioning that decision on the 15th, Yeah, yeah that's right. And that is the voice of the Bernhard Langer of the Gold oh. Podcast World, wow. who was a success years ago but keeps showing up and surprisingly mixing it with the youth. That being Rod Morrie. Rod, Welcome. Could have been Fred Couples. Why did I have to be Bernard Langham? I, I could have been the George Clooney of golf. As, as evidence in the episode of last week's Good Good Golf podcast, you're not nearly cool out no,
1: That's uh, Fred Couples. That's yeah. uh, very true. And the microphone's anchored to your shirt as well. <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: take it easy. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, it's an exciting week, isn't it? It's always a, I always have mixed feelings about the Masters because you love the golf, you love the golf course, but the club and the history, there's so much there that's- Oh, I'll be getting into that. Yeah, no, that's- Great, palatable. <laughs> so it's always a, it's a real kind of enigma. This tournament, it is. I reckon, but it's it's undeniably one of the most entertaining weeks of the year.
2: Yeah. Before we move into that and this week let's take a look back at the tipping form last week to show the listeners that we do have some idea what we're talking about. (laughs) It's going to be a tough ask. Can you you make that case in court? We were winless last week but we did have five top tens. Takes our yearly total to 57. Uh, Best result was a third place by Steph Bunke, tipped by Adrian Logue at the Australian Women's Classic Bonville. Plenty of other top 25 or better which is exactly the sort of form a player wants to be in heading to the Masters. You don't want to win the week before the masters mm-hmm. so we could make a living yeah that's right lives, oh, depending on what tour you're on we could, we could not on the ladies european yeah.
0: tour but if you were top 25 yeah. every week on the pga tour you'd have a couple of houses, 57
2: or? top 10s i reckon we're leading the money list
0: absolutely yeah, even without a
2: win
1: that's a career
0: yeah that's, uh, absolutely uh, that's jay monaghan territory that's what you get for being commissioner yeah yeah <laughs>
2: so it's a weekly top 10 yeah that's, that's your, right yeah that's your commissioner's salary Okay, so on to this week's action. And first, let's look at the golf course, which is all important and one of the only places we visit every year that gains attention because it is so special and changing as well. Adrian Logue has been assigned to be our deep dive expert on Augusta National ahead of the 87th Masters Tour.
0: I'll go make a cup of tea for us, Jimmy, while we. <laughs>
2: I hear Logue <laughs> likes a cup of tea, so that'd be good. He did too, yesterday.
0: Well,
1: I'd like to blow your minds with a little known fact about the course is that it's a lot hillier than it looks on TV. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that has to be said about the course. No, okay. Are you going to
2: use the word so, scale?
1: That, the scale no, of it? I'm not. No. First, I would like to expose an ugly truth about Augusta National, this needs to be said. The Augusta National Par 3 course is terrible.
2: It's been renovated. been redone.
1: Oh, I know. Par 3 course, five new holes bring water into play, and there's some photos. We'll leave a link in the show notes for the photos. And it's still terrible. Like, they look, to me, it looks like Hudson Park with
2: azaleas. Oh, wow. There's a couple of holes there. Have you been down and had a look at it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't hate it. It's just like flat little discs. Like for, no,
1: the, for green, the greens, greens are unimaginative, completely yeah. uninteresting. Like it, honestly, there is it, a couple of holes there would be the best hole at Hudson Park. Hudson yeah. Park's closed, you know that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, the Augusta local council should come in and close, <laughs> close the, the par three course at Augusta National, just like the was it Burwood Council closed Hudson Park? I can't remember. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's truly one of the least interesting par three courses in the world. I don't think there's any exaggeration
0: there. It's just well-groomed, and in it's got a... In we didn't know anything about it, really, until a few years ago when they started putting it on TV.
1: But why do they it make was, such a terrible... Like, it's terrible. It's more they just make a big deal. It's that, truly it? terrible. And But then you look at some other great courses in the world, like there's the um, uh, Valier course at Moorfontaine. Yep. Great, great golf course. The little nine-holer there. The short course at Pine Valley replicates some of the shots from the main course. Yep. And countless other
0: good second courses or
2: nine you're just hole courses, off now, aren't
0: you? There's a bunch of people on know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, no, there's, I haven't been to those places. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just, I, um, Clayton's the
1: man to speak to. He'll have been to all of them. He's, he's a place we've all been: the Terry Hills, yeah, chip and putt, yep, yep. par three chip and putt course. I that is a better golf course. Yep. No, it is. It is better. It is far more interesting greens there. No. It, no this is a much better golf course than the I don't the par think three you've had a
2: close enough course. look at – I think the par three course probably is made to look worse when you just watch those players play it where they're actually hitting to the right part of the greens because there is some greens with some big hog, hogs' backs in them where if you hit it to the wrong part, it's going to be a lot more interesting or if you miss the green. I don't know. They just look like –
1: Flat discs to me. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the main course, um, the 13th tee is way back. We all know about that. Um, other than that, um, there's no significant changes to the course. Early reports on that 13th tee are that you can't really shape your ball yeah, off that correct. tee anymore.
2: It's a very just, narrow shoot tee. Yeah. Like you barely so fit you can't your goal really, ball through it. can't really hit a big hook like was suggested was going yeah. to be the idea before anyone had seen it. You yeah. certainly can't hit a quick hook.
1: Correct. You, you can You can hit something that will drift left at the end. You can't start like it right and sling it either. No, that's right. It's, yeah. um, no, nothing slinging.
2: Difficult difficult to do with a modern driver anyway. So, yeah. the, Basically, it's going to shoot you towards the tree line. Yeah. Uneven stance, about 200 yards. I've spoken to a couple of players last week who played practice rounds and all had about four iron in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 200 yards or so, yeah. and a bit of a decision as to whether to go for it. Adam Scott said he played a couple of times and hit a couple of four-irons on the green. Minwoo Lee was, it's right on his number. And so it was like, had to be a flushed four-iron to get it in the right spot, so laid up. What Dustin Johnson laid up a couple of times, I've heard, a week Isn't or two ago. Isn't the irony,
0: though, in some ways, that it hasn't actually returned that momentous decision? What it's done is made it quite a one-dimensional hole. Yeah. It, Everyone's now going to drive to essentially the same yeah. spot. So the decision will be made on the second shot, but how you get to the second shot has been kind of It's going to be like the 18th at Mission Hills, if they're all laying up too.
1: It becomes just like a 50-metre par three.
2: Yeah. Difficult,
1: this,
0: difficult pitch
2: across the... Across this is the, the problem line,
0: with yeah. the rollback debate and distance and whatnot. Just adding 40 yards to that hole hasn't really given it back the characteristics that made it such a great hole when the ball didn't go no, as far. Mm. It's still changed the nature of the way it plays. So yeah, it's, correct. it's less... You're not going to see what we saw in 96 with Faldo standing in that fairway with a two-iron and a five-wood and, yeah. and how he got there with Norman up in the right trees and, yeah. and everything. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see it play out. But yeah, essentially what they've done is just force everybody to hit it to the in same. the same spot and then make a decision from there. Um, left-handers might do all right, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: A Easier a to cut it around yeah. that corner
2: than try and hook it, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, then, and they and can barely get a ball, these ball these days, below there. pros. Ball below the feet for the left-hander, it's a harder second shot. It's awful second shot, isn't it? Yeah. Ball below the feet, trying to sort of hold one up against the breeze that comes off the right there most of the time as well, that's that's, yeah, that's no lunch. There's that's water really left and short of that be too, isn't there? Yes, there So is. Is. The, the pop-up shot from with the
0: ball below the feet yeah, for the left-hander, is yeah, yeah. going straight in the pond, short of the bridge. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah,
1: the the big play for the left-hander was to get it far enough around so that you get onto a little flat. Correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, right down next to the creek there where it's flat and it's just a perfect yeah. stance. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so uh, 13th has changed. Uh, other than that, we saw in the Arnoir that the uh, front of the fifteenth green was quite tightly mowing and yeah. some players spun it off the front there. Um, hopefully, they keep that for the um, men's tournament. Uh, it was very soft in the Arnoir, it was. Yeah. and that's uh, probably going to continue. The rain forecast, or the forecast is for rain every single day of the tournament. Yep, um, and some heavy rain. I think even thunderstorms on the Thursday. Um, so it's hard to see it drying out. Uh, I think that's going to have a big impact on who can win. I think, I think it really kind of takes Tiger
2: out of it. Yeah. yeah, difficult for him when it gets wet and
1: soft. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, cold. and yeah. cold.
2: Cold's the biggest issue for him.
1: It is going to be reasonably cold as well. Um, the uh, the greens will hopefully be firm, because they, they can Sub-air turn system. the dials
2: on that. Yeah, that's never going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but even then, like, it was super soft for that second half of the final day of the Anwar, um, the greens. They were just, like, throwing darts into those greens, um, and the scoring was
2: – They well, do they do actively uh, prepare it in a very tapered way, and by Thursday from Wednesday morning, mm. they are a different speed. Um, interestingly, players aren't allowed anything remotely like a stint meter or a perfect putt to test out speeds. Um, They're not allowed? Not allowed to use them on the property, no. All right. And basically, from being there and talking to players, it Tuesday, Wednesday, they kind of say, you're working on the slopes, you're not working on the speed, because by Thursday morning, it's a completely different golf course. And that sub-air system in 2019 it absolutely poured and the surrounds of the fairways were you know, extremely wet and laid out with a, a material that so- soaks up the moisture and smells. But I was, a yeah, I was job. there in
1: 2019 yeah. and it stank. Yeah. Yeah. So but, I'm concerned for the patrons this yeah. year with
2: the, the smell. But they turn the sub air on. You can hear it on the property in certain parts. So during play, they'll do it during the day. So if there's a rain delay, Correct. they'll turn yeah. it on before yeah. night. Okay. And it dries out the greens in no time at all. So there's no issues with, with dampness on the greens. Fairways in those low points become a bit damper, but... These guys are used to that sort of. Got to of thing.
0: wonder about the tunnel system underneath the golf course. Don't oh you? Yeah. oh yeah, it goes all. Out. I'm sure that you can walk out and stand underneath the 12th green if you want to, well, directly yeah. beneath it, and fiddle
2: with the sub air controls. Yeah. You just, you know, take a little
0: golf cart out there. Yep. What an amazing place it is. Yeah.
2: There's a tunnel from the clubhouse to the media centre. Is it a kilometre? Yeah, it's quite a way. We'd media go out on an outdoor sort of cart path where there was two permanent uh, speed bumps installed in 2019 because there was a near crash, so you needed to tidy that up. Genius issues. But um, the players just kind of emerge from this place and you, how, how did you get here? They could sell tickets to a tour oh, underneath yeah. the ground. Fascinating. Be.
1: Yeah. Disneyland does that, I think. Yeah. They've got big underground yeah tunnel systems and stuff. Yep. It's quite fascinating. So, anyway, they say most of the golf course expense is under the ground. I think in Augusta National case, it's uh, quite a lot. Um, so, yeah, I'm concerned about the patrons for the smell. Yes. Um, that's uh, that's going to be a concern. You've raised that already. And also, uh, the discontinuation of the Georgia peach ice cream sandwich.
2: Yes. Well, apparently not. Shackleford says it's there. It's there. It was there last week during the- The reports were Augusta false. Might have been an up. April
1: Fool's joke, perhaps, but- No, yeah. it was
2: earlier than that. Oh, that's good But But uh, yeah, they were there last week, yeah. and I believe they're there this week. Yeah. Oh, okay, because it always seemed like a supply problem with peaches, apparently. Yeah, so apparently what, yeah. that was something to do with it. Yeah. But uh, the absolute tip of the concession stand, stay away from those pimento cheese sandwiches. No, they no, taste, no. They excuse taste, me. They taste excuse horrific. Excuse me, sir. That is, those <laughs> things are awful. If you're looking for a sandwich, a barbecue Chicken is probably the way to go, uh, but Georgia Peach Ice Cream, outstanding.
0: Just before we leave the course, one of the problems with Augusta National is they make all sorts of changes during the year. Nobody knows, do they? Mm. The players say this. Players, who, I remember Mickelson saying this years yeah. ago, he said, you can go and play the course in a practice round and it'll dawn on you afterwards. Something about the 11th hole was just a tiny bit different. They've raised the green at the back, right? Yeah, one time they, the green they, at they the moved back, to
1: right? the first tee and all of its
0: surrounding yeah. trees back yeah. yeah. so, or something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So, was that Jim Carrey movie where they, they just... <laughs> You know, move the world around. Yeah, like, like the oh, Truman oh. Show. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. that sort of thing. So apparently, I heard Mickelson say that he reckons they've softened the left side of the 13th green yeah. this year because there's probably going to be more action. More there, action there, there yeah, oh, yeah, and, yep. So that's been softened a little bit. But you'd have to be someone who's been there every year for years and years and years to notice a lot of that stuff because that, you can't tell. Every no. year it bobs up on the TV. There is no indication. When they moved the fifth tee back a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. it went back for like 40 yards across mm-hmm. the other side of a road. You'd have thought it had been there forever yeah. and that they just, you know, pulled back a curtain and said, oh, we're going to use it this
2: year. It's always been here. It's unbelievable. Well, that's like that. The new 13th tee looks like it's been bedded in the ground forever. Yeah. Like, that's that's not how it normally works. They've got no shortage of resources. I'm
0: pretty sure when they did the trees between 15 and seven all those years ago, they just like trucked in fully grown yeah. Georgia pine trees, dug oh, new holes yeah, yeah, yeah. and put them in the ground. 17. 17, sorry, yeah. 15 and 17. yeah. Um, just extraordinary. I mean, the. The resources they've got at their fingertips is one of the problems with Augusta National. Nobody begrudges them that, but they can do all that stuff, you know, and this is part of that distance debate. You come down to the level of local golf clubs around Sydney and the world where you've got amateurs hitting the ball crazy distance as well with a lot less control. Who's got the resources to do what Augusta National? does? It's, it's
1: just—it's outrageous. They dig. I mean, those uh, Eureka Earth photos are fascinating. Yeah, they, when they're you you see, they dig it all up, like the whole thing gets. You're dug horrified.
0: Up. How could you do? <laughs> yeah,
2: like, yeah. Paint,
0: yeah, just whitewash over the Mona Lisa and then repaint it. It's yeah. like well, it looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do they do that. That's
2: what they do. Yeah, just exactly. something think, they do do that everyone else should uh, follow is every hole is only in a yardage distance of five of five. Oh, oh, five. Yeah. so it's either a zero or five. That just makes sense to me. Yeah. Why do we need to know that a hole is 373 yards? Well, because I'm a precision You're not, I've seen machine. you hit balls on a, yeah. on a launch monitor. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, no other the changes that we know of, those uh, The third I, end is taking all- I always right? suspect they've
1: gotten rid of a few more trees right of the 11th fairway, that stupid forest they put in there. I, I feel like they've thinned that out, but yeah, I, I was trying to look in the arm um, way. It looked like it was thinner there, but I'm not. Not yeah. quite sure.
0: Do the camera angles change every year? Do you reckon? Do you get the same yeah. camera angles to be able to make the comparisons, or do they move those? You get. Around?
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, you
2: see some. I, of I think angles. the the stationary cams stay in place, but there's more and more movable, mm. um, mobile cams each year. So I think you get a little bit different perspective, and you maybe think. You know, something maybe creeps in more or less, which they did with eleven a few years back where they moved a few more trees into the right hand side to block it out. So the arm was fascinating because the they play off the, the members' trees, tees. The and, tees
1: yeah. and the cameras are ver invariably like back or behind. Yeah. And it's a creates a really interesting view.
2: Yeah. So. Rod, you've managed to whittle down the list of starters into a group of players to watch, I believe.
0: Well, you watch players for all sorts of reasons, don't you? Not necessarily because they might win. So the big three this year is going to be Scheffler, Rahm and Rory. We all know that. They're the players coming in. Scheffler's defending, which probably almost immediately rules him out. Only been done by three other players, Tiger, Jack and Faldo. Is Scheffler in that class? He's good at the moment. I doubt it. So that probably works against him. Not to say he can't do it. But that'll be to do with the distractions as much as anything else. I think as Masters champion, especially the... And the, no doubt they do it all happily. I've already heard him on the Masters podcast that they started, yeah. he was interviewed on that. He was obviously doing that from home. But there'll be so much of that, the local papers where he lives, they'll be wanting to – just all the other players. I mean, they must be coming up, you know, yeah, well done, enjoy the week, et cetera. So, look, it does all work against playing. However, having said that, he's in pretty good form on the players and the match play. Yeah, Two pretty handy fields.
2: Yeah, not, he's, bad, not bad. And him.
0: two different forms of the game and wasn't playing his best at the match play, but still yep. managed to get it done. So look, you wouldn't put it past him, but uh, uh, Rory, is he, I know I've written this, is he the nearly man of his generation? Is he the Norman Weisskopf? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no science to it. It defies science that Norman Weisskopf and McElroy haven't won the Masters. They should have. But is there just something that you can't help? But Wanda,
2: you have that he's always, feeling about he, Rory. You watch him and he's got that bouncy walk when he's up and about and he seems to walk through the gates there and it disappears from him. And Whoever maybe, wants yeah. it too much.
0: Maybe. And look, it. and all the pressure on him. In fact, this year is probably a bit less than normal. The last four or five years because it's, you know, the one for the Grand Slam. It has started the end of the PGA the previous year. Yeah. He started getting the questions about the Grand Slam and Augusta the following year. Less of that this year, I think, with Tiger and a few other storylines around the place. But look.
2: And form's been a little bit... Up and down. It has been. A ball he's, ball. he's a more
0: consistent player than he is, but his brilliance is a little bit lower. Yeah. A, a wet, course. A, bit, uh,
1: look, a wet, wet course, course. a wet course will help that, him. And the
0: way he's hitting the driver mm-hmm. really plays into his hands. I don't think it's anything physical for Rory. Something happens. When he stepped on that 11th tee Sunday in 2011, yeah. and uh, you cannot forget how horrid that shot was. He wouldn't have hit a shot like that for 10 years before that. No. And that's just, that's just bone shaking. And there's some aura about Augusta that... That just won't let some players who should win get it done, and I fear he might be one. I would love to be wrong, and I'd love to see him do it this year, I think it'd be. You feel like
1: Rory might stumble over the line at Augusto if he keeps putting himself in position. Although he doesn't put himself in position in the back nine on Sunday very often. He's he's usually out of it by then. but.
0: But out early Sunday, shoot 64, weather rolls in. Couple of nervous leaders, and can Rory be there? That's if he's going to win it, he
1: could do a Rosang. He could like have a big lead
2: going to last
1: Mm. and just stumble over the line. I feel like he's
2: he's had quite a good, quite a few good Sundays there, like he did last Mm, year. Yeah, last year. Um, so clearly likes the way the golf course gets set up on a Sunday. So I feel like that's more likely a backdoor, yeah, top three or top five. Yeah, a good, good last round where there's some a bit of stumbling from others could be. You know his sort of thing. Sit in the clubhouse and not have to worry about it. Sort of an intriguing character, isn't he? Rory. I mean, he should have won that Open
0: last year. Yeah. He, he played the round Tiger would have played. Yep. And yeah, and got beaten by Camp sometimes, it's gonna sometimes. It's
1: going to happen. Sometimes going to happen.
0: Yeah, exactly right. But yeah,
1: happened to Nicholas. Was it twenty times? Or yeah. Something. <laughs> I think, times. I think that times Open right. last
2: year is probably more the thing that's worth paying attention to for Rory ahead of this, where he played exactly the way he probably thought he needed to. Maybe yeah. didn't hold as many putts as he thought. Didn't get it over the line, but he knew what he was doing, and he looked more comfortable playing a major and not winning than he's probably ever looked playing a major goal. And it hurt too.
0: Yeah, it hurt. He cried. He He really cried. So, yeah. yeah. Look, Rory will be interesting. Rory's always interesting to watch, but you're right. If he bounces through the gates and bounces to the first tee, who knows? Would love to see it. Rahm, ever so slightly off the boil after a crazy good start to the year. Doesn't have a terrific record around against. Not a bad record. A fourth, a fifth, a seventh, and a ninth alongside two tied 27ths. Um he's at his best when he's on a charge run, don't you think? Well, yeah. When he's the raging bull, he becomes unstoppable and it feels like he's just out the other side of the raging bull phase. Didn't yeah. get out of the pool play at the match play, missed the cut at the players. Mm. I feel like that makes, that makes him dangerous, I think. Possibly, yeah. Well here's the thing, if he walks in with the attitude of, you know, I'm just gonna
2: take this thing by the scruff of the neck, it's possible. But uh one yeah, of those guys know. that has a game that suits everywhere. It should does. suit here but doesn't, hasn't maybe quite worked it out yet. No. Not like, had some good results, but hasn't quite got yeah. it yet. Again, a wet course will favour
0: him. We don't think of him as having the sort of short game of Seve or sort of Jose, and I don't think he does. That maybe is the little piece that's held him back yeah. right here, perhaps? Putts. putts
2: very well. Putts but maybe better them. than both of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, chipping and pitching is probably the area where it's a bit struggling.
0: Look, so it would not be a surprise if any of those three won. They will certainly be shouldering the bulk of the public and press attention, aside from the lift players, which yeah. is a sort of a side story,
2: Yeah, we'll talk about in that, terms yeah. of who's
0: going to contend, and I think that's as it should be. Yeah, They're all sort of proven performers. Then you got the second rung, which is big, the second rung. Yeah. Players like Cantlay, Justin Thomas, Morikawa, Hovland, Fitzpatrick, Fiena, good players, major winners, some of them, don't really perform well at Augusta. Yep.
2: Uh,
0: you wouldn't be surprised if any of them were there at the end, but you wouldn't pick any of them necessarily at the start of it. Can anybody see Justin Thomas in a green jacket? Mm. Try and picture it. Hovland you could, maybe. He's going to skull something. Wait Cho- on Sunday to miss out. Yeah, well, did you he's, say showflyers? No, well? I don't put showfly in that. i oh, really? had some good results. I be second and fourth there. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he's got. put him quite, above that. Pack. Oh, he's above that pack. Yeah, I think There's he's quite, quite
2: an elite player. Showfly, I, I, Thomas. Thomas f- strikes as if he should win one there he at should. some stage. He shapes the ball. He works the ball. Yeah, he controls his spin.
0: Controls his. He life, feels like
2: it, he should, but it's. Um, it feels too nuanced for him. Yeah. It's not a straightforward
0: enough golf course, I don't think. Thomas is great when the the goal or the objective is simple. It's obvious. Hit this shot. Yeah, But it just isn't that at Augusta. It's you can hit this shot or that shot or that shot, and the answer might be different depending on the wind, or which is what makes Tiger such a dominant figure there. He can hit all the shots on call. Thomas can too, but I'm not sure he sees them. It pains me to say it, but I just think he's too good not to contend
1: there one year at least. He'll continue oh,
0: yeah. most definitely and you wouldn't he, be surprised. He's, he's, he hasn't
1: performed great there but it just feels like he's just too good not to have everything Agreed. click. Like everything's just going to click one year and That's he's just going to steal
0: He might be steal s- one. second steal rung one. and a half yep. he's between the top rung and the second rung the rest are on that sort of second rung. Again you'd wouldn't be at all surprised to see any of them contend to win
2: it, but I don't know that you'd pick any of them at the start. Interesting, I find, that he's got Jim Mackay, Phil's caddy, as his caddy, who's got so much experience there, so much experience in majors and everything like How that. How good was his commentary yeah, in, in the, the armour? Yeah, oh. Caddy commentary, were But caddying, were uh, but caddying that, for almost his entire career for Phil Mickelson, who plays the game in a completely yeah. different way than Justin Thomas does, I think some of that experience doesn't necessarily transfer as well as people would assume. You know, Mm -hmm. Phil had a very, very specific game plan of how he played Augusta National that's very different to the way Justin Mm -hmm. Thomas does. Yes. Thomas has done all the right things. He plays with Tiger and Freddie every year. He, You know, he's doing all that stuff that Tiger did by playing with Seve and Jose when he went first and learnt how to do it and O'Meara and all these guys. But... You know, whether or not there's as much transferable stuff to his skill set as to how to play it and, and the advice he gets, it's it's. I just don't know if there's point. enough of the
0: artist in Thomas. I think that's what it comes down to me, to put it simply. He's a yeah. fabulous He's an amazing technician of the game and does amazing things with the goal, but I'm just not sure that he's got the vision. I think
2: he's in also in a very, very competitive era that perhaps that yeah. might be the block from him winning one, whereas, yeah. you know, if there was less depth... He might have snuck yeah. one, you know, sure. by this stage. Pretty so, Pete. Go and put your money on Justin Thomas, given what
0: we've just yeah, said. Yeah, that's right. If we've <laughs> written him off, he's yeah. a big chance. He's that's right. right. He's, big. he's a very big chance. Look, that's a big pool of players. I've mentioned a few of them. Mm. A big pool. Your, your regular PGA Tour contenders, your Corey Connors, and all those players who are definitely good enough. There's no question they're good enough. But something mm. happens at this place on Sunday especially that changes mm. things. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to Masters Magicians. This category, I think, is where you'll generally find a winner. Uh, some players just get it. Good showing on debut is often a good indicator of this. Mid will come to. Mm-hmm. He's had a good debut last year. So, leading this category is Jordan Spieth. Yep. Does not matter what's been going on the week before, the month yep. before, or the year before. He walks through those gates, or drives through those gates probably, in a very fancy and comfortable car. Climate controlled, no doubt. Uh, and something happens. Ben, ben Crenshaw ben in the Crenshaw. 80s and 90s is yep, the quintessential so. one of these. I yeah. yeah, very much so. Just gets it. Yep. Tom Kite, in a lot of ways. Tom Kite, so? yeah. Um, just gets it. Feels comfortable there, almost like a coming home. Yep. You could, you could back Jordan Spieth there every year. And Look, he missed the cut last year. Almost, I do the year before. I think he shot 64 on Sunday, didn't he? Out of nowhere.
1: Yep, almost right. one of the greatest victories ever. He just hit that tree on the 18th. Yep. Otherwise, he was potentially going to yeah. shoot a 62 to yeah, win. Right. Like, it was like potentially going to be the greatest round ever in major history yeah. and snatch a Masters yeah. in the, out of nowhere. With and no might have actually gone but a hit, long hit way to so. dousing
0: what happened in 2016 which was the opposite yeah. it might have been one of the worst moments yeah. in major championship history Which is
2: just... he, d- he double rinsed on 12 last year as well as well, yeah. well he's yeah. hit a second
0: round I think he hit a ball in the water every year on 12 almost he did just it in 2014
2: out. when he, when he a, second lot, a lot of titleists
0: with JS on the side of him <laughs> but look that's the magic of the place and the magic of the speed they are a perfect fit yeah. the course and speed and I think it's as much to do with the greens he is the artist he's not Justin Thomas he's the opposite when he sees it he can hit it so, uh, again, uh, he's actually going to be my pick, Spieth. Uh Jason Day. Not Dane, at that point yet, so. I put him in the same category. Yep. Second on debut, 2011. Mm-hmm. He gets it. He's that player as well. And he's on the right trajectory. Yeah. Yep. It's almost he can't help lineup. but play well there. It just can't. fits him That's so exactly well, right. that place. It's exactly right. So, look, uh, I'd put him in that same category, as I said. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. he's been through his horror period. On his way back, we've all told it's not, it's not like he's flown under the radar. Everyone who watches golf knows anything about golf has watched him this year and gone, that's a different Jason Day. That's the Jason Day of 2015. So I'd put him right there. Cam Smith, I'd put in the same category. Yeah. yeah. Um, played well every time he's been there, essentially. Is he too lightly done? That's the criticism coming in. Has he got enough of his a chip on his shoulder about being told that, that he'll overcome it, just to prove everybody wrong? A dry, windy week, I'd be... I don't think very he hits closely, far enough but, in the air yeah, for a wet, a wet Masters. Wet, We're in Zach Johnson potential. To, yeah,
2: a wet, wet, despite the fact the greens probably won't be wet, a wet sort of thing doesn't necessarily favour a really good short game player and wedge player. It negates a lot of that skill of being able to use the bounce and chip and pitch in different ways. From and you've got to lines. carry it a long way in the air when it's wet, especially at Augusta, where you, know, you can carry it over places. He does carry it a lot further than he used to. Yeah, but, um, but he's not, realistically... He's not in- Iron play has to be elite when it's a wet week, and that's probably Cam's little bit of you know where he comes back to the field.
0: But look, uh,
2: Cam with an attitude
0: is dangerous. Absolutely. His whole career has been built on being the underdog Mm. and succeeding. He's at an interesting point in his career now after last year where there's no expectations to exceed. That's been his specialty. Right from when he won the Australian Amateur in 2013, beating a player who was hitting it literally 40 yards past him in the final, was five down at lunch. Shook hands on the fifteenth or sixteenth green yeah. in the afternoon, having won. Yeah. That's Cam Smith's specialty, as Bruce Youngs always said. Every hurdle put in front of him in his career. Well, he's now at the very top of the game. There's no expectations to exceed. Yep. you wonder what impact that might yeah, have on him. The where the motivation. This changed. week he becomes that underdog thing again, where it's like you haven't played enough. You've gone to live. It's only three days. It's not proper competition. Is that enough to fire him up? Possibly. I don't think so this year, but possibly. Uh, Zalatoris is another. Uh, two starts, two top fives, one of them a second. Injury clouds. Injury cloud. This is the problem with Zalatouris. Who would know? Look, he shouldn't. Well, that's one, one of the problems. Well, he shouldn't. The other problem is when it gets inside the flagstick length and it's <laughs> just is what is horrifying stuff. You could say the same thing about Vijay
2: Singh and Bernard Langer. Oh, I, I there are think...
0: some who just can't putt anywhere else, but they get to
2: Augusta. Yeah. Maybe it's Sergio. out. even Sergio. Maybe the... Woo- Woozy was, you know, by, yeah. at times, not when he was winning, but, you know was not a great putter. Sergio, not a great putter. Phil, at times in his career, terrible terrible. from close range. Um, You know, I don't think, as much as the greens are famed and quick and all this... Being a good putter is not a it's not is not a requirement, but it's just good putters are one there, like Renshaw or Tiger. Out, you know, the, the more difficult the greens are to read and whatnot, the the really good putters lose the advantage
0: of being the really. I because everybody's doing a lot of two putting and, and trying
2: to leave it within two feet. I think feet that's of a hole. true. Is that's that right. you don't hole as points. many putts yeah. uh, as you normally would, but guys who are. Uh, bad from a technical standpoint with their putter, when they have something else to focus on externally to their own stroke mechanics is when they putt well. That's why Adam Scott went to the long putter, because he was so so focused on the mechanics of moving the putter head to get it rolling that he couldn't do it and effectively putt. When you override the system of your brain to grab the putter in a different way, where all you're doing is just moving the thing to get in – the ball gets in the way – which is kind of what happens at Augusta. Like you've given this a lot of thought. Yes, I certainly yeah. have. <laughs> you, as, at Augusta, <laughs> a lot of people have been through yeah. this, Jimmy. Personal experience included, the the focus at Augusta is so much on line and speed yeah. that you can't spend time thinking about your putting stroke.
1: You start it on the line and a lot of putts go in.
2: Correct, that's but right. That's, you can you can start tell on the wrong line at Augusta and putts go in. Yeah. Because there's that much – There's while it's difficult to putt with that much slope and speed, it's also a little bit easier because you just yeah. get it started and it starts moving. And your expectations are lower. You're not expecting
0: Yeah, miles, correct. Yeah. Having said all of that, who will be able to sit and watch if Zala Torres has a three-footer from just above the hole on oh, 18 on Sunday? Cool I'd love to see Down that. the hill left to right. To Horrifying winter. stuff. Yeah. Who'd be able to watch that? I'm not sure I could. At the last second, you'd have to look away. I think we'd all get the flinches. It was a bit the same <laughs> with,
2: with Adam in 2013. Yeah, exactly. I remember sitting on the couch and yeah. watching that and just feeling sick to my stomach. Yeah, yeah those and not and over the the long ones. first couple of the player poles, poles, where he was, yeah. right, had to hold... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So look, could be interesting, but I would put him in. Uh, I'd put him in that category. Uh, Min Minwoo is another one. Yep. Uh, he's. I think he's got. Look, and having that experience at the players a couple of weeks ago is going to hold him in very good stead. The crowd's going to love him, and he loves that. And he knows he's world class. Loves the spotlight exactly. Can hit all of the shots again. Wet golf course suits him. Carried a long way in the air. Long hitter. There's, there's nothing Minwoo can't do. I'd
2: be surprised if he won. That would be a huge call at this point. I'd suggest you can't grow it. Strong (laughs) moustache. Oh, that's true. That's Uh, something you can't do. That's that's a that's a theme for the Australian players. Three of the five poor facial hair have got terrible moustaches. Smith, Crow, Lee, Day as well. Really? Well, he's got a Uh, decent beard. uh, Patchy patchy one, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd say patchy at best. Adam. Adam. Has, can grow a decent ish beard. Doesn't we don't happen, want to see that. No, we don't want to see it. We yeah. want to see that beautiful face. Don't
0: hide that pretty face, yeah. Adam. No. Let <laughs> us all look at it. That's what we like about <laughs> do it. Do you, Adam? <laughs> uh, and I put Shoffle into that category as well. Absolutely. He's got that. I think he's got that artist's view. There's something about Augusta which is not light courses, strong like courses. That Strong beard, everywhere. though. He could do a strong beard. Yeah, yeah. Shoffle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Olympic gold medalist. Um, but same thing. He's just got a solid all round game. a quality player. Nothing about Shoffle that you say that's outstanding,
2: but nothing about Shoffle that you say, oh, we needs to work on that. Well, I. He tinkered with some things a couple of years back where it was probably through boredom more than anything else. Like, he, he at one stage switched to an arm lock putter because he believed it could make him a better putter when he was already a good putter. Mm-hmm. And that's a worrying trend for a guy <laughs> when they go down that sort that's of path. Right. Of, I'm so good, I've got to look. I'm so good, I've got to look elsewhere yeah. and quickly. That's like Spieth
1: that. with cross-handed yeah. and, and looking at the hole. Well,
2: like, he's been cross-handed since he was a kid. I know, but there's always... But there, there must down. have been I've mental got, damage I got, there, no, there. I got no issue with changing things up. Mm-hmm. Jeff Ogilvy said to me once... I change putters that are barely different. They might have a different coloured sight dot and all this sort of yeah. stuff just to freshen up my mind. Yeah. You know, I just need something. Look, I'm looking at this thing all day, every day. I need to freshen up. Yeah. Whereas the other guys, Ben Crenshaw is using a putter older than me. You know, like it's a it's a different thing. But Chauflay seemed to go through that quite early in his mm-hmm. progress as a, as a top player. Um, and I wonder if there's always something tinkering along in that mind of, of trying to work on things. But you know, he should – Should contest and sometimes actually,
0: I think this might be somewhat true of Rory too. Rory's gone back to the blade style putter, sometimes changing just so you can go back makes sense. Take off your old slippers and leave them off for a couple of weeks. And when you go back and it's like, oh, how comfortable are these? I'd forgotten. As a,
2: as a kid, back. I was told, never get rid of a putter you liked because you'll no, like it again. That's
0: exactly right. That's and that's, you're a slippers
1: guy? Yeah, yeah of time.
2: course he's a slippers guy. That, that's time. the most obvious yeah. thing of yeah. all time. Yeah, okay. Big time. Oh. I bought slippers recently. Well, I, I, not really, slippers. I instantly regretted the boots. Really? I don't think I've ever owned a pair of slippers. Ugg yeah. boots. Well,
0: I've never owned a pair of jeans. So yeah, you know. well, there, yeah.
2: that's, the, that's the stuff that people are listening to. And then
0: there's the rest. Yep. Previous winners, Adam Hideki, Dustin Johnson, you wouldn't pick him first. Could they win? Yes. Tiger's probably in that category. Actually, he's Tiger. I, I don't think Tiger. We'll go Maybe with Tiger. i would love yeah. to say yeah, he's his own category. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's your field. So, um, you May as well get me? a tip from oh. everyone. You've already kind <laughs> of revealed your I'm going topic. Jordan Spieth. Yep. And for, I've got a hazy tip this week as well, which is Patrick Reed. We'll talk to him. We'll talk, talk about him when we come we'll to him as players, well. But yeah. I reckon he's a good chance this week. Too.
1: Logue, thoughts? Uh, I, I, you didn't mention... Adrian Moronk.
2: No, I didn't. Um, Part of the one of the best April Fool's yeah, that's what? been around. Yes. Yes. CP Get World some Tour. they so got people good. hook, line, and sinker Love that. Love that. <laughs> and shout out to Jared Hitchcock for his reply to yeah. me when I pointed it out with one of the great gifts of all time. <laughs> Just hands up. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot.
1: Uh, <laughs> He's pretty good on Twitter, Jared. Yeah. Um, so Adrian Moronka, I think, is is in the conversation, but is it his first Masters? It's his first, like, yes, yeah. Well, okay. who knows? Good we'll know, we'll come to outside. Is he the first we'll Polish come to player, player
2: to play in the Masters? Absolutely, he is. He's the first Polish <laughs> player to do anything.
0: That's exactly right. That category's
1: been I, taken care Adrian of. Adrian
2: Moronka will be the first Polish player to do every single exactly. thing. We can until just he stop saying it because it's a given. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. Uh, I'm tipping John Rahm.
2: John Rahm. Okay. I'm going to go with Colin Morikawa, despite you saying him he's not in the tier to win. Oh, I uh, didn't mention him at all. No, you mentioned he he's was in, in that there. second. Row. Yeah, oh, I did. You wouldn't be surprised. Three cuts if that made. So three cuts made from three starts. Oh Fifth God. last year, where he was part of the highlight reel. He and Rory holding out from wow. a bunker at the yep. 18th. But seriously, elite ball striker who's found some form. Putting is the worry with him. But he's one of those guys we talked about That's where of works. sort of works when he gets here, maybe goes with something different, coming in and just starts to hold some putts. He will avoid all of the controversial stuff with live and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. He's kind of got a free ride this yeah. week and seems to play and wins, he's won two majors, don't forget, won two majors where there's a lot of external noise on other people. Yep. Just goes about his business. Good call. So I think he is a massive chance. A little bit more depth in the Australians for the week. We've already had a mention of quite a few of them. So Cam Smith's the first one up, fifth in the world, won the last men's major plate. Which, easy to forget because it was eight months yeah, or something right. ago. We're used to the PGA beam. I'm still used to the PGA, yeah, PGA beam. Yeah, that's right. The last major of the year. Four top tens in the past five Masters. Never missed a cut. Was the first player to ever shoot four rounds in the 60s in 2020 when he was runner up to Dustin it's an extraordinary Johnson. extraordinary stat, don't you think? Mm. Uh, unbelievable. There really? like,
0: there was 2020 before someone shot all four in the yeah. 60s. Yeah.
2: Crazy. Just and didn't win. And didn't
0: win. Right. Right. Exactly. That's the
2: crazy yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, best finish this year... Uh, was at Live Golf Coba where I think he was T5 or something similar. Um, look, the question is preparation for Cam, but obviously plays the golf course brilliantly, um, and I'm sure he will have no concerns. He believes he has no concerns about how much he's played. So Adam Scott didn't think it was a problem either, did he? No, correct. Adam Scott said to us last week, he can definitely win. Doesn't matter what he's got coming in, short game and all that sort of stuff. Jason Day's... Ranked 33rd in the world, best finish of T2 in 2011. Genuinely chances to win in 2011 when Charles Schwartzl came home and reigned on the parade, and 2013 when Adam won. Uh, first time back and his 12th Masters since 2021 for top 10, uh, but did miss two cuts in his last two starts. But form on form, the best Aussie coming in. Mm. You know, top 10 regularly. Love his chance. He is like. Swinging the golf club very differently to when he was contending, but swing it much more consistently. The bigger thing was when Jason was struggling with his back, with his golf swing, with everything, external stuff too, to do with his mum and all this sort of stuff, his putting is the thing that went away. That's how he made his living and it's coming back. He's worked it out, he's got it going. So, big chance when that's the factor. Did Uh, he have
1: a little bout of the dizziness? No, he had a couple of weeks. It was hay fever.
2: Oh, was a hay fever. Suffers badly okay. from hay fever and was just needed his hay fever tablet. Oh, a couple of, I think, a couple of tweets from people the, out there it. that maybe misinformed yes. what was going on. Oh, okay. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Adam Scott, uh, obviously our first winner, best finish at T twenty one this year. Twenty second start, twenty eight of his eighty rounds at Augusta under par. I think only ever missed two cuts. Minwoo Lee set the. Tied the record for the lowest front nine score last year. Genuine chance, fourteenth last year. Just missed out on an automatic uh, invite and returned, but got one anyway. And then you've got Harrison Crow, the amateur, gets in off the Asia Pacific amateur win. Genuinely aiming to contend and finish in the top twelve to get good back on him. next year. So good on yeah, him. good on him. Exactly Absolutely. right. If you don't go there with that attitude, then what, as he said, what's the point?
0: Yeah, you don't need to win. Don't tell him. his good is very good. That's it right. Is. The top big, Aussie. big, big
2: pond, though,
0: Yeah. 100%. You're climbing out of a very small guppy pond into a very big shark yeah. ocean. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a huge step up.
2: Uh, top Aussie from everyone this week. I like Adam Scott. Why not?
0: Jason Day for me. Yeah, I've yep. got
2: Jason Day as well. That's hard but
0: look, honestly, you could throw all of them into the – Probably Harrison aside, you could make a case for any of them. I, I agree. Completely. I think, yeah, it's it's quite difficult. One of them's going to be there, I think, on Sunday. It's going to be a great Australian
2: year for the Masters. I think. Yeah, As I an think Australian fan, you're yeah. going to have at least one in there on Sunday. with it, a Realistically, the one with the... Best recent record and the most recent major champion is the biggest one with questions around because we're not sure about, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. You know, like Adam's played some decent golf, but he said last week, isn't winning. There's just something he's really consistent, but isn't winning. This is the kind of place where he could win. Absolutely, Jason Day is close to winning, you know. Uh, Minwoo Lee, Min Lee is loving every moment <laughs> of going here. on with him. Absolutely. Uh, live golf, obviously a big talking point with 18 players from there in the field, including past champions Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Charles Swartsell, Sergio Garcia and Bubba Watson. While one of its biggest names, Brooks Kepka, became its first multiple champion last week. Mm. So, look, I think it'll be a lot of bubble that doesn't really do anything.
0: Um, Hard to say, is that there is something in that. Uh, Kepka's another one. Like Smith is the chip on his shoulder about being told that it was a mistake to go to live, and then the rumours that he wanted to leave live, and all the rest of it. He feeds on that. Yeah. So if he's driving it as well as they said he did it. Live Orlando, uh, who knows? I mean, we know he's got the...
2: looked a a, looked a little shaky coming home to win that tournament. Hit a couple of squirrely yeah. ones off the tee. You don't mind that though, do you? Especially if you're overcoming a bit like
0: Rosang. I mean, that Sunday round for her at Augusta might be one of the most important in her career. Like you can win without your best. Yeah, you?
2: often forgotten. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was kind of his for the taking, Absolutely. realistically. Mm-hmm. And he he stuck in the water along with all. Yeah, that and right. he would have learnt a lot from that. But I, I, the live players, I don't think should be discounted like a lot of people do. But the preparation of last week, playing yes. that golf course with grainy Bermuda greens, it was wide open to coming to this week. The heather, the Florida heather. The Florida yeah. heather that you so <laughs> so brilliantly told us about. What a <laughs> trash. I think tr- it, it was a trash I, golf yeah, course. Not, I tuned in a little bit. It, was, it, was not, it looked really bad. I think that. Is, an, is a major factor when you're trying to, you know, a lot of these guys live in Florida, but they would have gone to somewhere to go and practice. Mm. on Greens are going to be more similar. And this this is going to be the question mark. It is a question mark. You, know? I mean, you, you can't really say that.
0: It's very easy to go, I oh, haven't played enough, it would be no good. I don't think that's quite true either. There's more to it, particularly at Augusta, because, you know, once you get to Sunday, it's not about how much you've played or all the rest of That's a part. But if you can get to Sunday, it's got nothing really to do with the golf swing yeah. and everything to do with how you handle what, must be one of the most intense atmospheres you'll ever encounter in your life anywhere.
1: And I think Kepka's almost one of those magical masters guys. I I think he contends most years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think he's not missing any tools from the toolboxes. No. He's got everything. And he contends quite a lot. Absolutely.
2: I think the storylines for it will actually not be things that come out so much. They'll be behind closed doors. Only one of the live players with a press conference before the tournament, being Cam Smith. Um, Phil... You can't win, you? It doesn't matter what you do. Phil used to get one most years. Yeah, it's true. Um, But that was just to give him a chance to get up and be Phil. He hasn't contended there for a while. He didn't play last year. There's no real reason for him to have one other than to give him a chance to... Do what he wants to do with it. Dustin Johnson, you could argue, should have one. He's a he's a recent winner, one of the best players in the world. Um, he will genuinely be a contender here.
0: Think.
2: Beyond that, no. no. Um, but Wharton, no. I'm sure they'll be barreled up at the at the under the tree to get some comments out of. Yeah, particularly after the Champions Dinner, where you would expect there's going there there to be some there might be up to attention. You know, there's. There's, not, not, there's, there's not, not the hate that everyone talks no, about. No. but Tension before. Vijay's not the most popular player. No, he's right. not the most popular <laughs>
0: player before Liv either. There's, there's always been outliers Joaquin in that really. Neiman
2: said some very strong words about yeah. players last yeah. week. on you know, a like Golf.com, I think it was, video. There's more there than, than you think. How did
0: Tiger and Fuzzy get on in 98 at the championship? Mm. Yeah, draft, I can't imagine right? very well.
2: Mm. So Greg Norman suggesting that the other players would hang around the 18th green. I don't think that's true. Interestingly, players without... Clothing sponsorships will apparently wear their live stuff this week. Bryson DeChambeau has a crushes, I think he is logo on his shirt, but he's wearing his own logo. Patrick Reed is, of course, wearing Four Aces stuff everywhere. I think you'll see more blank clothing than those guys because no matter how disruptive they want to be as live golfers, they all respect Augusta National to another level, and they don't want to cause a scene. So. Interesting part of the week, but I do think Patrick Reed's a chance. By the
0: way, because yeah, that, that whole being the underdog either. and the most hated man in the room—that is absolutely his spinach to his Popeye. Yeah. Give him that, he'll do all sorts of stuff. And with Rory being one of the favourites, and yeah. it, it, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, if you're not a fan of Reed, and I'm
2: not, really kind of sets up quite well for him. The only thing being the wet golf course yeah. might not play into his hands. To, to think that it, you know those uh, people who discount it—to think. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Cam Smith, Patrick Reed. You want to get one of those guys who's in it come Sunday? It's, it's oh, well, they suddenly can't silly. play, is it? No. they can play was, better than Was
1: the than second than place to Rory recently
2: the last four round tournament he played as well? Been, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Dubai. yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, other major talking point is, of course, Tiger Woods, who got there Sunday afternoon like he did in 2019, went out and played a few holes and hit some balls, played a practice round with Rory McElroy, Tom Kim, and Fred Couples on Monday. Apparently limp, noticeable as it always is, but hitting the ball quite well. Very jovial from all reports and all photos and video of him. Um, it's just, you don't know. Made the cut in his last start at the Genesis. Made the cut here last year. Wonder if it's now a case of just cuts made for Tiger at the Masters each year. We a still rate
0: him, don't we? Absolutely. It's just, to make the cut of the Genesis, I mean, <laughs> it's just extraordinary stuff. He's just a, he's a friend.
2: Well, watching the official film of last year, you forget the second round had this. Unbelievably strong northerly wind and a guy playing on one leg in his first start in five hundred and something days yeah. and he gets up there and still manages to scrape it in. Yeah. He had I think it was a four putt and five three putts one day to shoot his worst ever round. There was day three. So he's like done something awful to shoot his worst round. It's not that's not his good golf that he's getting no, no. He's played as bad Couldn't as Tiger can it, play. Right, yeah.
1: Even with a limp as well, you've got to think he's feeling a 1,000% better than he did last year. Absolutely. No doubt. Like, It'll really the come the down coldness,
2: to, I think, yeah. affects, doesn't affect the leg. It affects the back. Yeah. The f- cold, it, it's cold, he genuinely four, struggles. It's the hit. four
0: days. Yeah. Come to Sunday, you've been in pain from Thursday. And, and it's so hilly. It's hilly. And it's not – exactly. Hilly it's hilly, no yeah. easy way. And if it's wet, the risk of slipping and
2: – I mean – Look, everything works against him, so probably – load up and put your house on him. Adam Scott <laughs> talked about he's changed his preparation. He didn't go early where he normally plays with his dad on Sunday and then plays. He's gone later because he's getting older, he gets tired. Tiger does the other. He goes earlier to play nine holes here and there and sporadically. So may as well get an outsider before we finish from everyone, Rod, an outsider to win. Chris Kirk. We're
0: well outside. And you know why? No because when you've seen Augusta through the eyes of a drunk, it should make sense sober. Former drunk. And he's playing all right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he hasn't been there for a lot of years. Yeah. Last right. time he was there, he was – you know, he's a self-confessed alcoholic, off the booze since 2019, and been playing some good golf this year, so why not? Good story. It's certainly well, an, out, it's like an outsider, it. isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: he's outside. Loke. Good story. No chance. He's got no chance. Uh, Min Woo Lee's my outsider. I, I think he's just at that it's point- He's teetering on the edge of outsider yeah, category. I'll anyway. just allow it. I'll allow it. It's half it's in and half his second Masters. Hour. I'll allow it. I, I think he's, the, he's just at that point in his career when- he knows how good he is, mm. but not everybody else knows how good he is. And that must be such a special feeling for him, I think. He's like, I'm going to, he's still got that up
0: his sleeve. He's going to, I'm, I'm going to show the world. Him. And yeah, he to show I, off, I, too. He's lost. gaining that maturity. Uh, uh, yeah, that the, the players will have done wonders for him. He'll have learned an enormous yeah. amount from yeah. that. Enormous amount.
1: He's getting some attention, but still not that much attention that people are like, oh, you will be a like this, this is somebody
0: important. Even when he wins a major, he's a superstar. Yeah.
1: I think he, only he knows that at the moment. That's such a special thing for an elite sports person, I think, to know, I've got more. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think oh, it was
0: Azinger talked about that with Woods, that the importance of wanting to show off like a kid. Look what I can
2: do that none of the others can do. You're right. Minwoo's got that, I think. Sacked his sister as par three caddy as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Said she showed off too much. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, so I think Mum's going to be on the bag this week. Minji okay. is there, but Mum's going to be on the bag for the par three contest or his girlfriend. So okay. that's that's a kind of all a move to, like your sister's older yeah. than you and one, two, two majors, and you go, you're out. are you sacked? That's pretty cool. <laughs> you're not, you're not, not playing well, well enough. Get Don't need a good caddy around that trash path record. <laughs> <laughs> that brings it pretty much full circle. Outside? Uh, for Jimmy, me. You haven't thought of one, have you? Ryan you just, Fox. Yeah, not about bad First time, hits it a mile. If it's wet, it's great. Uh You know, putting's going to be the issue for Foxy around there, but... He's the kind of guy would have got some good practice rounds in. Everyone loves. Yeah, it's right. like, Every other player loves Ryan that's Fox, exactly so he's right. the kind of guy that would have got all the offers to yeah. go and play a practice round with people and learn a bit. And you know, I'd like to see a first. I would love Masters to winner. see
1: him in the coverage quite a lot. Oh, that would so be would awesome. Right. Imagine oh. what the Americans would be making of him. Oh,
2: it's just like <laughs> the coverage. It would be awesome. <laughs> just the way he swings. The way he walks. Oh, exactly. <laughs> everything yeah. about everything about Ryan Fox is, Ryan Fox is great, yeah, yeah. and it just would be. Yeah, you know, it's New Zealand needs a master. Yeah, world. absolutely. You know, we've got one. Everyone, everyone's got one now, <laughs> except New Zealand. Except for New Zealand, well, well, New Zealand is well, Poland. <laughs> yeah. Poland, and maybe you could serve up something completely ridiculous to go from a boring champions dinner this year to something exciting. I imagine Ryan Fox hasn't. he
0: would have it. You'd I reckon he's very good on the fan. I reckon he'd be good. Yeah, it'll be
2: very, it'll be a multiple course meal. Oh yeah, <laughs> no I have sure seen him. I've sat down near him and eaten. It's yeah, it's something. That's it for Episode 8 of Playing From The Tips. To keep up to date, head to our website, golfaustralia.com.au, where there'll be daily updates in the lead-up to, during and post the Masters tournament from every angle imaginable. You can also still win $5,000 worth of titleless gear by voting for your favourite holes in Australia's Greatest 18 competition. Enjoy the week, and here's hoping one of our tips or yours is slipping into a green jacket on Sunday in Augusta.